Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. You're a fanny. Welcome to the Late Night Alternative. Last show of the week, I'm Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. Oh, very, very, very exciting. You can call us, of course you can, 0344-499-1000. But all you might just want to sit back and relax as uh, we've got live on the phone... It's Robin Asquith. Hey, Robin, how you doing? I'm doing very well, Ian. Sat here perched on the edge of a cliff. God, don't do it, Robin. Don't do it. M- metaphorically and literally. <laughs> yeah, that was... Now, uh, I, I, when we get a guest on, I always like to have a little dig around yeah, and see, dig. see if someone's... if they've ever done a record. Was that uh, you just singing? Yes, it was. It was, um, it was written by Ray Cameron and produced by Ray Cameron, who's Michael McIntyre's father. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was written by him. They, I was doing Confessions of a Holiday Camp, I think, at the time. And they, yeah. it was, uh, it was, they, people said, you know, why haven't you done, you, you know, Eric Hall, the, um, the football agent. Monster, uh, he, monster. He, the, yeah, him. He, he was, uh, he, he really put, said, yeah, oh, come on, you've got to make a record, this, that, and the other. And the whole, uh, Mike King from the King Brothers was another guy. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, I said, yeah, well, there's one drawback here, I can't sing. <laughs> and they said, no, 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 that doesn't stop, that doesn't stop anyone. And um, 
So they they wrote the songs, banged me in the studio, and that was it. And um, I sang it live on the Mark Boland show, which was uh, uh, sensational. What? Now, I'm aware of the Mark Boland show. This was this weird kind of, mm. it was pop and rock and roll, but it was also like a kid's tea time yeah. show. David Bowie was... famously was on it, and you did it live. Yeah, I did it live, because, it, because they, they just changed the rule that um, <laughs> you couldn't mime. Um, right. It must be changed again now. Uh, so you couldn't mime, which, of course, uh, I thought, oh, no. And I was touring my confessions live show so I, I was in leeds i had to go to granada which was in manchester yeah. uh, and i was pulling myself because i thought oh my god i, I can't sing i was saying <laughs> you know because when you're in a studio you double track things you sing yeah. along to, to to set tracks you know there's all sorts of things you can do um uh, so I, I was uh, wetting myself and also it was mark boland for heaven's sake um who, who apparently <laughs> quite liked me um and um and it was produced but do you remember Pussycat Willem before your time? That's a little a, bit before my time, Grandad. There was a children's show, and I can't think of a name now. The producer of Mark w w was the, the lady that used to operate Pussycat Willem, <laughs> Willem and Fred Owl once again right, before okay. your time. Anyway, yeah. so I, I w went on, and you can see it on YouTube. There I am singing and dancing with girly wow. dancers and stuff and singing live. Where where are you right this thing? So you're on you're on a mountain. You're are you in Gozo? Yeah, I'm in Gozo. I just well, I got um, I, I I was over doing some I did my pantomime uh, and then did some other bits and pieces. I was doing my one man show all over the place, and then something I did with Stuart Lee, which I can mention in a minute. And then uh, oh. Oh. Uh, then I thought, oh, I'll just come back here. Um, and uh, th then I got locked down. You know, that, that's the end of it. I was, I was supposed to be in the UK this, this week. But that's why I phoned you, contacted you and some other radio yeah. people. Because usually you only go on the radio when you're plugging something. And, yeah. I thought, and people like yourself always say, oh, you must come back, you must come back, it doesn't matter. And you never do, because you, you've always got to have something to plug. Well, I've got nothing to plug. Beautiful. I'm, Beautiful. I'm sat on the, on the cliff here, um, um, phoning radio presenters. <laughs> what is, uh, I've got my friend Catherine here as well, who's doing the show with hey, me. Hey, Robin. It's Hello, nice to darling. Meet you. How are you? Oh, all right, thank you. Did you see how his tone changed? <laughs> he did a bit. He's all chappy-chappy with me. Hello, darling. Nice to see you. <laughs> well, no, it's because I don't know her. I know you. You've, you've come into a house that I was staying in and poured coffee all over me. We've shared, we've shared liquids. He um, remembers that. We did share liquids. I was, well, that <laughs> can't do that of, anymore. That was one of the you can't. That was one of the most embarrassing things. I get invited to the house you're staying in, and we're having a chat, and I just poured coffee all over the place. It was everywhere. Awful. That means he likes all you, Robin. The table, so for me, you. I thought it was something you did to sort of pr provoke a, a reaction. Um, well, I was I was surprised. It wasn't that bad, but you insisted we both take our trousers off, which I thought was a little excessive. No, well, I, it was good, and it was good radio. It was it was good fun. It was good bonding. So what? I, now listen, I don't know. I don't know Gozo, but but um, as someone I used to work with years and years ago, Leo Martin, yeah. who works on the eleven o'clock show and stuff, she's over there a lot. But I don't know what Gozo is. Is it an island? Yeah. Well, yes, it's an island off Malta. And right. I first came here in nineteen sixty-nine. I was doing a commercial with Ridley Scott, um, who, who oh. I who I'd just done a commercial for, for Summer County, and he said, oh, oh, I'm doing another one with my brother, Tony Scott, 
um, for Thompson Sky Tours. It involves driving beach buggies a la Steve McQueen on, on, on a beach and um, snogging girls. Um, we thought you'd be your cup of tea. And I have no idea, Kath, why that would be. As, <laughs> I've seen um, your films, mate. Don't, don't pull that one. <laughs> no, I, no well, seriously, I had... <laughs> I'm a, you asked Samir Ahmed, I'm a beta male. I, this, any case, I, so I was, um, came over to Malta to do the filming and somebody brought me on a speedboat over to Gozo and I just fell in love with the place wow. all, all those years back. And wherever I've been and stayed and gone to in the world, I've always come back here and um, I've lived here for 27 years. Now, we, we were emailing a bit, and it's so nice, it's so nice, I was so thrilled when you emailed, and I texted Kath, and said, Robin wants to come on the show, and, and of course, without a moment's hesitation, and I said, we're, kind, you know, all the other shows are doing, you, you could die of this, and you must not go yeah, out. Yeah, no, we're must. not doing that. No, and I said, well, you know, what we're doing is we're entertaining the troops. You know, this is Correct. kind of our wartime effort. I'm George Formby, and Kath is Gracie Fields. And you went, oh, oh, I've got a Gracie Fields story. <laughs> it, can you tell well, it on the radio? Pardon? Can you tell it on the radio? Most probably not, but I'm going to. Here it's, we go. I love it. It's a great story. It's... Um, um, I've just followed you, by the way, Kath, on Twitter now, because I'm Hooray, a dick. I bloody... Yeah, I yeah. shall follow you no, back. Out of any interest. That's got nothing to do with this at all. Um, but no, it was um, a friend of mine had a, uh, got to know David Niven very well. And um, David Niven w was a womanizer and, um, and uh, very popular with the ladies. Uh, and this lady friend of mine told me this wonderful story. He was having dinner in Monaco with um, Prince Rainier. Was it Prince Rainier or King Rainier? What was he? You know, the guy, uh, Prince Rainier, who, who was also yeah. a womanizer and ran Monaco and uh, everything else. And at the time, of course, had married Grace Kelly. And yeah. Prince Rainier leant across to David Niven and said, listen, uh, you have slept with uh, more women than even me, you know. Uh, tell me, tell <laughs> me honestly, David, who is the best in bed? Uh, of all of them and there was a pause and David Niven went oh that's easy it was Grace C. Fields <laughs> <laughs> isn't that brilliant there is no autobiography finer than the moon's a balloon no, well, the you know, when I wrote yeah. uh, mine um, which, which is, is the second finest of course yes hey? it, yours is the second finest just after oh, moon's a balloon know. yes well, funny enough I uh, to to, um, to write, you have to read. Uh, uh, that, that's the way, you, as you must know, that that's how it works. So I, to write the book I had to write, I read, um, I read Moon's a Balloon, Bring on the Empty Horses. Um, I read some Nick Hornby, Stephen Fry, uh, and all sorts of other stuff, a lot of autobiographies, but nothing um, got me in the mood more than Moon's a Balloon. It, it's absolutely yeah. sensational. And allegedly oh, written by himself. Yeah, it's relentless, and every now and then you read a bit and you go, well, I, I, this may be made up, but who cares? But the, story, the, the, the anecdote about David Niven that I always tell my boys, and I don't, <laughs> my boys who are 10 and 8, is the yeah. bit where he's, he's out skiing and he has a pee and he gets frostbite in his willy yeah. and he has to ski down a mountain to a bar and gets a glass of brandy and just puts his <laughs> dick in the brandy to yeah. stop the frostbite. Yeah, cock over There's something in there. Yeah. Yes, carpet, well, that, carpet Martin yes. has tweeted us saying, "Get this is this is very bossy. 
Get yeah. Robin to tell the Zeffirelli story. I can't tell that on the radio. Can you not? Well, yeah, well, I can, I can, but he's dead, of course, now, so you can say what you like. And that, when you write an autobiography, um, the first thing the lawyers say to you is, is uh, make, make a dead list. And you, you, you say, what do you mean? Well, whoever you're writing about who's dead, because basically you can say anything rather yeah. amazingly about anyone that's dead, but rather wow. when they're alive, you can't. So I've always had to go very, very careful. But I know this Carpet Martin. He's, he's, I think he's uh, he, it's on a radio station, isn't he? Riverside. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's a funny guy. Yeah, very funny guy. Yeah, but yeah. He, 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 funny enough, he came to uh, my stand-up quite recently. And, I, yeah. and obviously where he's picked this up from. And... Um, it's quite a complicated story, um, but it led it, it, it drops all sorts of names. But basically, it 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 starts with me making a film called Brother Son Sister Moon, directed by Franco Zeffirelli, and it was a miserable, miserable experience. Uh, we were all monks, and uh, Peter Firth, Mickey Feast, Ken Cranham, um, uh, Lee Lawson. There was a whole load of us. Um, all, all dressed up as monks, being thoroughly miserable, wafting around Gubbio and Assisi, because um, it was about St. Francis of Assisi, and getting stoned. And um, a, in any case, th th things would happen. We were staying in this, um, in this uh, monastery, and things would happen untoward, uh, which nowadays would most, you'd mostly be able to take someone to court and make a great deal yeah. of money out of it. But um, things were happening that weren't uh, uh, particularly of my sexual interest, let's put it like yes. that. And um, it became most disturbing. Um, and a great actor, writer, Bruce Robinson, who wrote With Nell and I, and, With and Nell, the film is about him, um, had warned me, because he was on Romeo and Juliet, that, that all this m might happen. Uh, I yeah. think I'm swerving around this quite well here. You're doing and, it wonderfully. Um, yeah, and um, uh, so I had enough of it, and eventually, with the help of uh, the props guys and everything, I, I escaped in a lorry to Rome wow. Airport. Um, wow. I actually ran away from a film um, and um, escaped and got to Heathrow Airport. And um, I mean, obviously, in the live stage version, I can, be, I can go into a lot more detail, but um, at the airport, I'm stopped, and I had a purple pair of loons on trousers, a T-shirt. I was very skinny because I'd taken so much weight, and I also had a, a tonsure. And um, yeah. so I looked quite odd. And um, the customs man said, um, I just want to go through your stuff here in the case. And, and I said, yeah, yeah, go on, go on. I was just so pleased to be back in England. And so he opened the case um, and went through. He said, what's this then? And there was a matchbox with some roaches in. And uh -oh. um, he said, well, what's this then? I said, oh, no, no, no. I said, well, it's nothing. I said, it's, you know, it's, he said, uh, it's cannabis resin, sir. I said, well, it might have been, but uh, it's not anymore. You know, it's just the ends of a thing. Oh, all right, sir. So, yeah, I'd come through, and he took me through to another room. Uh, and um, he bent me over the table and oh. put a rubber glove on and um, did a bit more exploring. And I turned around and said, you know, it's funny thing, life. I said, but I've just been avoiding this for the last three months. Um, uh, and that, that, that gives you the rough, rough tone of the story, uh, but it that gets to the punchline. But th there's a little bit more, which um, is a few days later, I get a call from um, a strange call, unintelligible uh, Italian accent. Hello, hello. 
Lui, Robin, 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 Robin Asquith. Um, I, I said yes. Who? Can't say that, Sam. Don't, don't. Can't you can't that. drop an F bomb. Oh uh, no, F. Oh, right, yeah, F off. Uh, F off. You can't. You, thank um, you very yeah. much indeed. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Apologies to the people watching on YouTube. Go on. Oh, t oh, I see. Oh, of course, I bloody I forgot about that. No. We're on the um, radio. Oh, of course. Yeah, but they're watching on YouTube. It's too complicated. I'm just, listen, I'm poised on the end of a cliff. It's too complicated for me to understand any of it. Come on, this I was all doing right. so well. I apologize for yes. that. That will not yes, happen again. Right. Don't worry. We got it. We got it. I, I told you this story would end in tears. Anyways, but yeah. that's how I met, uh, very fortunately, Pier Paolo Pasolini. Because it was Pier Paolo Pasolini who hated Zeffirelli and rather liked the fact that I'd run away from him. Oh. And that's how I became to be in Canterbury Tales. Robin, do I remember correctly? Because it was a while that we we met. Did, did you mm. did you meet Jimi Hendrix? Yes, you yes. did, didn't you? Go on, give, give us that one again. I love it. Uh, yeah, but listen, but but, but I, do you know what I thought you might do tonight as a surprise? I thought you might get our mutual friend on the phone. Oh, Leo Martin. I've not spoken no, no, to Leo. No, no, Mickey I could have got Mickey on the phone. Of course, I could have got Mickey on the phone. I thought, because I know how clever you are. I thought I'd suddenly be going, "Hi there, hi there, Robin." I thought he's going to be there. <laughs> that's a, uh, for those who've never heard Mickey speak, let me tell you, that's that's a surprisingly good impression. Because you would have been, you were, would have been at ITV. I, I get, I'm going to guess eighty two, eighty three, when he was doing Metal Mickey, and Correct. you were doing Bottle Boys, I suppose. Correct. But we no, but we were introduced in the 70s by a guy called David Bell, who was the head of Light Entertainment at London Weekend, who said yeah. that there's two guys that should ever get together. It's Robin Asquith and Mickey Dolenz. And get, to, to be honest, we, we, we hated each other because there's nothing worse than being told you get on with somebody uh, yeah. comedically and everything. Um, but then uh, we became firm friends and still are to this day. And... Um, and uh, he, he, but we never actually did anything uh, uh, rather sadly we had a great idea for a television series which now would be called Mrs. Brown's uh, Boys um, yeah. it, was, it was the two of us larking around in the television studio with the cameras going in and out of a situation comedy which of course was laughed oh. out of the studio uh, yeah. that was our idea and it was turned down but you're right then a few years later he was doing Metal Mickey at the same time I was doing Bottle Boys you two um, working because here's one of the things about well, 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 indulge me dear listener on a slightly geeky monkeys chat A he's got a brilliant voice but fantastic. people forget he's a great actor as well he's a really actor. funny actor I know I know. Hi there. Um, he, he's um, oh, no, no. Uh, he's 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 terrific. No, he's terrific all round. And and I, he just had enough of everything. Well, you know all yeah. this, but for the people um, listening, he, he'd had enough of everything. The, and the monkeys were sort of sinking a little bit, and there was a lot of, uh, uh, and he didn't know what to do. So he came to England, and he married um, yeah. uh, a lovely lady called Trina. Uh, had three daughters, uh, and through that whole era that sort of 10 years he and i were, were pretty inseparable wow. and he became wow. very english he took up polo um, yeah. he bought a hall um he had a tennis court uh, and a sports um pavilion which was called the asquith pavilion where we put all our you know squash <laughs> things and uh, tennis rackets and and uh, he, he became like the lord of the manor yeah um but we never, never actually were together. But, but that, 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 that's right. We were at London Weekend together and under uh, David Bell, if you'll excuse the expression, and, um, and John Burt, rather bizarre. Wow. 
That building's yeah. gone now. They've, got, they've, they've turned that building into flats or a hotel or I something. I know. It's terrible. I know. I know. So, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Because I know Kath wants to hear about Jimi. Of course I um, do. Tell me. <laughs> Don't Are you sound sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic. No, no, no. <laughs> no well, I feel like Kath has nodded off. No, no, no. I'm mesmerised. <laughs> right, Again, okay. you're sounding sarcastic. I, I'm northern. This is how I sound. Oh, I apologise. Well, I'm northern. <laughs> I'm northern. I'm from Southport. Are you? My granny yeah. in Southport. Who did? My grandma. Do you know her? No, mine. you wouldn't. <laughs> no, my, grand, my, my grandmother used to live in Southport. In, she uh, lived in Banks. Oh, there we go. You're not related. Wouldn't this be something? No, my grandma... My grandma was from Salford, and she uh, went out there as a, a pensioner. Right, OK, OK. As many do. OK. Tell us the bloody Hendrix story, Asquith. Oh, yeah, Hendrix. No, so I was making a film uh, in, in Hollywood. It was called Hans Brinker and the Silver Skates. I played Hans Brinker, the, 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 the main part. And I was about 19, and um, John Gregson was my father. Eleanor Parker was my mother. Um, fantastic cast. R Richard Basehart played this doctor. He was fantastic to work with. You know, 19 to work with all these people was amazing. And, but a whole section of it was shot in Studio Hamburg. And um, I think we were like in Studio Hamburg for about 16 weeks. It was a huge shoot. And a lot of singing da and dancing on ice as well. I had, we had to wow. train how to uh, ice skate and dance. And as a treat, because we worked so hard, um, the, the producer said, we're going to take you to see um, uh, Jimi Hendrix tonight at the whatever Haller in Hamburg, which would have been one of uh -huh. his last performances, actually. And um, yeah. so we were sat on the front. Now, he'd been told there's these, um, uh, you know, actors, um, uh, Hollywood actors coming and would come backstage to meet him afterwards. Um, so uh, I was taken backstage by this gorgeous uh, sort of girl with a, Split skirt and uh, and a, a reeking of cigarettes and all sorts, um, and uh, I thought, oh my god, this is so cool. And we were taken backstage, and there was Jimi Hendrix with his purple pair of trousers um, and a sort of women sort of draped off him, uh, and, a, and and a spliff the size of a well, it was a Camberwell carrot, you know, it was a real yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Nell and I jobby. And he's gone, hey, Mr. Brinker man, to me, um, have a talk on this. Now, I, I really hardly drink and hardly do, you know, that I, I really am quite what would very well behaved. Uh, but, of course, you can't say no, it's Jimi Hendrix. No, no. So I got very stoned with Jimi Hendrix, who then wow. uh, confused me with Brian Jones. He thought no. I was who he knew. But he got yeah. so stoned, he thought I was Brian. So he was going, hey, do Brian, you know. Well, because I can't play any instrument at all. Um, oh. So we were going off to, to these clubs in Hamburg, as with Jimi Hendrix, um, uh, but, but having to avoid uh, playing any instrument, uh, oh, because I couldn't play any instrument. And Brian Jones, as you know, could practically play every instrument. So yeah. um, You did have a look of the Brian Jones about you when you were a young man. Yeah. Yeah, but I want. I suppose if you're stoned, it's even more so. Hey, yeah, I suppose if you're st if if someone's stoned, you look even more like Brian Jones. Yeah, exactly. No, no, and it's particularly then, you know, stoned and young, and yeah, uh, yeah even yeah, definitely. Um, How are you doing, Robbie? Just for a, for a second, but to, to to get a little bit current, because I know that you kind of got uh, yeah, go you know, some ideas about this. What is 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 Gozo in lockdown? Because we're we, we're not really allowed to leave our homes at the moment unless yeah, it's no, you know an emergency. What's the situation? Why do you think there? I'm phoning radio presenters that I know? <laughs> are you going crazy? I'm going crazy. 
Um, no, we are in lockdown, and we're at Tiny Little Island, and as yet have uh, no cases uh, at all. Mm. Um, so, because uh, the only way you can get onto this island is by a little ferry, uh, and right. we're not letting anyone on, uh, and not letting anyone off. Uh, Brilliant. And um, so I wave goodbye to Tracy, who introduced me to you via some the Twitter account, which she started she ran on Twitter, in those yeah. days. Uh, uh, and that's how I got to know you Ian and um, she left it was like the last scene of Casablanca she's gone uh, one of the last planes out of here and I'm stuck here but but to be fair uh, there's been no uh, there's there's cases in Malta about 300 but no deaths and on Gozo none at all but we are are locked down but um, you were telling me that you got you you trained for this as a kid were you in an iron lung yeah, well, the, the, I, I am. I've, I, I'm no stranger to pandemics. Um, uh, when I was uh, four, um, the, the polio was rife, and, and particularly yeah. rife, um, um, cat in the northwest of England, uh, as your gran will tell you. And mind you, I must have went out with your gran, as, as Ian said. But um, and she's a bit older than I, you, Robin. But I not will, by much. wouldn't have stopped. <laughs> wouldn't have stopped him. <laughs> I was, uh, I was um, very. Uh, in fact, I was. I don't know whether I've got this picture that I found, and my Twitter account, as you most of you know, is just fun and it's celebratory and it's 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 just funny anecdotes and and waffle. Uh, but uh, but I found this picture um, today actually of me yeah. and my friend David sitting at Rotten Row in Southport uh, by the pond. And uh, we both swam in that pond. Three weeks later, he was dead, uh, and I was um, in an iron lung. For and I was in hospital for nine months, and came out in a wheelchair, and was told I would never ever walk again, uh, and so get over it. Um, so um, you, you wonder at the time how careful people were. They they obviously weren't. They, they, I, yeah. I, it's, they didn't know how it was being caught. They um, uh, and and it was it was rife. And we, we, if you if you're stupid enough to Google iron lungs, you'll see pictures of rows and rows of people. We look like chickens with their heads poked out. Oh, it's um, an incredible sight. In isn't other it? words, to answer your question, yes, I I'm quite well prepared for self isolation, having been shoved in a room for nine months. And what are you doing and, apart from harassing radio hosts? Yeah. Uh, what are you are you watching films? Are you reading? Are you are you what are you I'm, doing? I'm I'm reading. Uh, I'm reading Max Hastings' uh, The History of Vietnam, which I've always wanted to read, which is a long yeah. book and needs a bit of concentration. I've now got time for that. Um, I'm reading Jonathan Coe's What a Carve Up. I've got a few going on at the same time. A couple of Tintin yeah. books going. Um, Brilliant. Uh, and I'm um, feeding cats and um, rescuing them as I always do. And um, and uh, in fact, I was bitten quite badly by one of these cats just before all this happened and had all the injections and stuff so well you can probably hear some banging in the background that'll be two of my four cats are dicking around like idiots my, my two youngest cats have just been done and one's just had her um what's it called cone. The, the cone taken off her she's so making she's making the most of it she is so they're running around like absolute idiots like, what are you doing pats just how, how many cats you got I've got I've got four. I had five, but my my girl who was nearly twenty one passed away recently, oh. so I'm down to four now. I love it. Twenty one. Yeah, nearly twenty one. Yeah, proper old lady. It was wonderful. But my velvet. She passed away a little while ago, 
And so I've got. But you must have had. I'm not quite sure how old you are, but you, 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 that's, you, that's all your life. You know, oh, well, but may God bless you, Robin. May God bless. No, I know, but a lot of your back. life. You know? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had her for about 19 years. So oh. um, yeah, I, I, I knew her before I met my wife, before I had my kids, and I said, you know, they're the best companions. I, I don't. I like dogs. I don't really get them. I cats. Mm. Yeah, I was no, saying I'm to the cats, same. I'm the I was same. saying to Kath this evening, these cats, this we're in their house, we're their playground. Yeah. No, I love them. I, I was, I, um, you know, I disappear, as you know, for, for, for whole periods of time. People think, where the hell has he gone? But I, you know, have a really good life, and because I, I do yeah. a lot of sailing as well, that's the other thing I do. But I was rescuing, I remember I was rescuing this cat under a, a particularly oily lorry. It run under this lorry near the harbour here, and Robson Green was filming something here. And yeah. I don't know Robson Green. And um, I chased this cat and tr to try and cook because it had a bad eye and it needed catching and taking to the vet and sorting out. And so I got underneath this um, truck, this <laughs> lorry, and co yeah. got covered in oil. And the vet, <laughs> and these terrible noises are scratched. And, and I've come out of this, uh, of underneath this lorry with a, with a screaming cat covered in oil and i was covered in oil and robson green looked up and said i can't impersonate his voice he said i always wonder what happened to robin Asquith." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and i thought that's just great you know and i just um uh, it was you know i wish twitter or something was around then because i would have gotten yeah. to take a picture and, what, um, what was the thing you're doing with stuart lee i love stuart I, lee and the, the two of you working together seems an odd one yeah yeah, a lot of people say that. And, and Stuart, Stuart being Stuart, he likes to be seen with me more and more because he knows right. it, causes, um, it, it causes controversy. Yeah, um, yeah. He loves it. It's uh, great. We had lunch the other day and, and waffling on and, and um, chatting away about this, that and the other. And he, he's, he's got this theory. He said, you know, he said, you know why you are a legend? I said, well, well I, I don't consider anything in those terms. He said, no, I'll tell you why you're a, le a legend, in a Stuart Lee voice. He said, because to be a legend, you have to be famous, but you have to get through being a has-been. Yeah, yeah. That, and I thought that was so good. So, no, Stuart, um, uh, what, what, what's happened is, um, do you know the band The Nightingales? Yes, of course, yeah. Uh, um, well, well, Stuart's, um, I won't call him Stu, because that's, that, because it's, it's Stuart, but he, yes. he calls himself Stu, but it's Stuart, and he, um, he, he's very friendly with Robert Lloyd, uh, and he's making a film, he found the, uh, Nicholas Monroe of King Kong sculptor, uh, the, the statue that was yeah. plonked in, um, in, uh, in the middle of Birmingham. I think it was in the 70s, when they were, when they were donating statues and pieces of works of art to cities, and they could keep them for six months to see how they sat, and then the, the city could buy them or chuck them away. And Birmingham chose to chuck away this King Kong statue. And Stuart found this statue in, in some dump or somewhere. He found it lying by a river or something. And he thought this was a huge sort of allegorical tale of Birmingham and Robert mm -hmm. Lloyd. You know, Birmingham was famous for having iconic figures uh, and throwing them out. Um, so he's made this film uh, called um, King Rocker um, about 
about um, Robert Lloyd, and uh, I have had some involvement with Robert Lloyd. Oh, brilliant. N- nude, naked involvement with Robert Lloyd. Of course. Uh, which fascinated Stuart. Uh, and we, we've done some filming, and um, I'm told it's quite funny. So th- that's I'm just googling how. Robert Lloyd <laughs> nude. Doesn't um, <laughs> doesn't Robin sound young? Yeah, really. Does, he's got, I'm, I'm normally very good, Robin, at guessing people's ages from their voices. Oh. I, I would I would ne- I, you know I would never guess that you're over seventy. Yeah, well, I'm not over seventy. That's why. Oh, no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You, you sound right. like a thirty-four-year-old. Oh, thank you very much. I feel like a thirty-four-year-old actually. Good. I, it's, it's, I, I, I got most disturbed when um, my age group is referred to locally as the elderly. I can't just don't <laughs> see it. You know, yeah, we're trying that... to protect the elderly, and I'm going, yeah, yeah, as I go and take food parcels to my neighbours around here, which I do. You know, I go, is anything Can't tell Robin about what your dad said. Yeah, my dad, my dad's 65, and he said, uh, I was thinking, I really must do something for the uh, the older chaps around here. And he said, and I, I thought through the neighbours, <laughs> and I realised I was the older chap. <laughs> But Robin, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you so much for getting in touch. When this madness is over, and it yes. will end, we will come out the other will. side. Um, yeah. Let's come, come over. Come in the studio. Let's all go out for a meal or something. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. Be my I, treat. I, I want to look in Kath's eyes to see if she's nodded off or if she's genuinely quite interested in my waffle. <laughs> Robin, I'm very interested, Robin. You're such a lovely man, and you're so kind. And thank you so much for sending that email. I was. I, Absolutely thrilled, and I, I look uh, forward to seeing it's you been again, a blast. mate. Blast! I, I, I love talking to you both. It's been brilliant. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Robin. Robin. We should probably take a break. We've missed two. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Robin Asquith has cheered me right up. What a lovely, lovely man. If there are any other celebrities out there listening. You're very, very welcome to come on. Do you remember that time Tony Robinson just phoned us up out of nowhere? Yes, I do. I, I love do. that. You're very welcome. And, and I know I'm, I'm a, when, whenever we have a guest on that we like, which is nearly all of them, which is nearly all of them, we always say, oh, you can come on any time you want. Yeah. And I'm now aware that actually they probably get told that a lot and it's not meant. But we, we genuinely mean it. Exactly. You can come on any time you want. Normally when they come into the office and I see them out afterwards, I'll say, honestly, it's not showbiz bullshine. When we say you're welcome back any time, yeah. seriously, if you're just like passing by, if you're bored or whatever, yeah. just give us a shout. And I like the fact that he thought he's bored. He's stuck on an island. His, his partner's over here. I think it's something to do with, with the NHS, I think. Um, and he thought he'd take a punt and see if that offer was genuine or not lovely lovely man and he um, really enjoyed that this is what the show is about dear listener it is about dicking around it's about having a laugh it is about forgetting all of the nonsense and what better way to forget all of the nonsense Catherine than to speak to Andre hi hi yeah oh hi yes why yes very economical but there you go I am I'm all right Yes? Everyone's flipping ignoring me. Everyone is ignoring me. I walk up, changing the side of the roads, standing away from me, asking me to do shopping. It's a flipping joke. It's a flipping joke. What's happening? I said, I'm just going shopping. Ian, yeah? Hello? <laughs> As it gets a bite of milk, I said, yeah, all right. And then someone said, come back to the chemist. Went to the chemist. Come back. And I said, uh, I'm doing the gardening. 
Oh, can you do mine as well? What have you lived there? Just a joke. Have you seen much of Frank Patterson recently? No, I've not seen him for years. Nah, I can't even, I might as well talk to myself here. Yeah. No, I can't on people like Frank to help you out with the young. Yeah. Hello? I'm wondering if you can help me track down a few people. Anyone there? Well, yes, I'm here. Hello? Hello? I'm here. Who's that? It's Alan. Alan. Hi, Alan. Who's that? No, don't oh, you're the first person who said that to me all week. Yeah. You're the first person who said to me. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, you? Not bad. Yeah. I've got no idea what happened there. It sounded like Alan called Andre a knobhead and then hung up on him. <laughs> knobhead. No, surely not. Not bad, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I thought he called him a knobhead. I don't know what that was about. Oh, oh, Barry from Watford. Hello there. Hang on a minute. Hang Come on a minute. Barry, Barry, Barry. Hang on, hang on, hang Hello, on. Babe. Hang on, hang on. Um... Keep oh, your spirits up. Special theme tune. Yeah, it's coming. Keep your spirits up. Special. 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 Very special it is and all. I was I quickly tried to phone him to speak to Andre and Alan. Oh it they like you didn't want to 20, speak to Robin Asquith. Very much I love some of his movies. The mucky Wonderful. Ones. The mucky ones, yeah, the confessions of window cleaner, anything but any boobs and it really good, strong stuff, strong stuff, Barry, very good. Barry. Yeah. Um Hello? can we can we speak? Mano a mano. That doesn't mean man to man. Yeah, it does. No. Oh, what does it mean? It means hand, hand. hand to hand. Can we speak man? And that's not allowed at the P moment. Please. This is important. Can yeah, we speak man to man, please, my friend? Yes, yes, we can. And yeah, when I say on, friend, I don't actually mean friend. It's a figure of speech. No, that's Let's rather speak. a strong I'm, term, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to raise a topic that is going to, to upset you, but... No. Let me finish, oh. because it's important. A couple is of nights ago... Is this me getting the elbow? This is not the Spanish archer, is it? Isn't that when you can't get an erection? What? No. What the elbow, that? and it, you don't want me to phone in, is it? No, no, it's, it's the Spanish fly I'm thinking of. That's the thing to help oh, you achieve. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I can erection. get you some more of that if you need it. Don't worry. I'm OK for the Carry moment. On. It's a bit quiet. Okay. Carry on, carry on. Cut. Thank you so much. It is my show. Okay, shoot. So I will. Uh, well, Let's see. Okay. You're going to do um, some talking. Hello. I'm going to do some talking. Let's if go. you both stop trolling me, All right. he's trolling me. Okay. He's been like this, Barry. Go, Barry. Barry. go. Barry. I will. It's my show. I'll go. I'm going. Barry, a yeah. couple of nights ago, yeah. your drug addicted ex prisoner uh. son. David St. Yeah, Michael no. phoned up and threatened yeah. to kill me. I oh, know. Let me finish. It, right. it, it was water 
off a duck's back to me because I'm a tough guy. No, I'm... you were cacking your pants. Shut up, was I cacking my pants? You was. I was not. But some of yeah. our listeners, Barry, yeah. were very upset by that and had a sleepless night. Uh, One of them was Sonia, wasn't it, Sonia? It was. That was Barry's oh, son, yeah. Sonia, that phoned up to threaten me. What would you like oh, to say to him? He mustn't do that. You're a wonderful man. Mm. Cat is a wonderful girl. Mm. You're a wonderful boy. Mm. Yeah. What, 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 what was about the, your friend? Did it upset you? It really upset me. I went to sleep crying because he's such a nice he guy, Ian. He does only he's good great. for people, not bad. And it really, well, really I'll, upset me. Uh, what, old pencil, mate? You're joking, aren't you? Shut your face. Shut you your face. You shut your face. Your son upset <laughs> Sonia. Sonia, my darling. Let, yeah. I want to... Uh, uh, hello? You Girl. didn't have to apologise to your son. It's not you. You're a nice man. Yes, I am. And you sound like a, a, a jolly nice lady. And can I just say this? I will speak to Dave and I will chastise him. Right. It's supposed to be a, a, a keep your spirits up special. Exactly. He's coming, he's coming like a big thug that he is. He couldn't even get his words out properly. No, he talks very, very fast, doesn't he? Yeah, but one of my sons does as well. But not as like that, but it's not aggressive. No. No, no well, he's... Yeah, no more. Right, well, I want you to know that Ian's very precious to all of us. And my son, Dave. He's a psychopath, but so don't really? worry. I will speak to him and I'll make sure there's no more trouble. All right, okay. my darling. I've just got one message to give to Ian, so I won't be on the phone long. So can I give it while you're on the phone? You, you well, you're not talking Barry's to on me the... now. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit rude. But I'm under... something about pussy oh, okay. None taken. Go on. Ian? Ian? Was it about... Pu- what yeah. did you say? It's about pussy. Pussy cat Willem. Okay. Muriel Young, her name was. I used to do her hair for her. <laughs> it all links up. I'm laughing because that's such a strange revelation. It all links up. How? Well, because, well, I don't, you're right, it doesn't. Do you, Sonia, do you accept Barry's apology on behalf of his drug-addicted son? I do, but it's not really fair. His son's no. been unfair to his father. You only have one father and one mother. That's right. Thank you very much. And I'll tell him, and he's a very naughty boy. Very naughty. Thank he wasn't you, Sonia. such a drug-addled nightmare. I'll give him a piece of my mind. Would you two... I was just thinking, this is a Keep Your Spirits Up special. Would you yeah. two like to sing an old song from the war? Why not? How old are you, Barry? Oh, I'm 82 years old. I was I just I will be Christmas war. 82. Oh, my darling. Is, Do you remember that love... Do you remember that lovely one? Hitler, Hitler, what a rag. Hitler, Hitler. Barry. He was an old bag. Oh, I'll tell you what, I've got more words. I'm Jewish. So you can imagine I had people die in the camps. Oh. My grandparents. Well, that's, thank you. This was supposed to be a, to keep your spirits up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't right. mean that's right. Sonia, Sonia, do you, you want to... Sonia, do you know any songs from the war? Yeah, we'll meet again. Do you want to sing that with Barry? Sure, then. Okay. Two, three, four. We'll, we'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know when. 
We'll meet again. Now keep smiling through, just like you, you do. Now always do, till the time takes to break We're too old, but the thing is, I feel half my age. I don't, my grand- you feel half your age. I don't feel old. I feel young. No, and I, and I neither do I. And I'm told that I look young for my age. I've got blonde hair, high on, like Barbara Windsor. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And I had a wonderful marriage as well. Oh, that's lovely. Well, I did until we got stuck together in quarantine like this. What? Uh, Me and Margaret used to have a lovely marriage, but now we're stuck together all day, getting on each other's nerves. Where is she? Hold on, she's... Where are you, Margaret? And then she sat in the corner snarling. Lucky to have her. My husband was an angel, most wonderful, wonderful man. My first boyfriend when I was seventeen. Oh, lovely! Yeah. Oh, how lovely! Is he no longer with us? Or no, he passed away with MRSA, age sixty. Oh years God, old. I'm sorry. No, it's oh. one of the worst things that happened. But uh, you, you keep happy together because I'm very, very fortunate. Um. In my family, I'm the oldest living person. No one's reached more than 60. My mother was 40, my father was 60. My three brothers were under 70. Blimey. You're still alive, you're still going strong. There ain't no getting rid of you, let me tell you. And also, you're part of the extended family of this show as well. And a lot of people have a lot of affection, Sonia. It's always nice to hear you, my love. You take care. Of course, it is. Lovely, my darling. Lovely. You're, you're the, I'm the granddad and you're the grandmother of this Great-grandmother. Great-grandmother. You're the great-grandmother of this show. Okay, Thank darling. you, Sonia. Nice to God talk bless. to you, my love. Good night, Sonia. Take care, lovely Sonia. Lady. Bye-bye. That's a lo- now, what's a lovely now, lady? That is an what's example, that? Barry, of class. Class. That is class. That is class. Exactly. What I'm saying is, well, l- let me make it more explicit. You're I not... I what you're about to... Right. Well, if you want to take me on, I'll send my son up there. All right. The anyway, let's not all this. keep our spirits keep up. shining through, through just like you always do. And I remember some sunny day. Goodbye, Barry. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> this is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. There, Ian. Hello. Oh, are we on? I've got no idea what's going on. I went to the break too early and... Oh, man. Kath's gone off making a coffee. I'm there tweeting Robin Asquith. So I messed up the ads then, Sam. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not really with it today. I'm so tired today. Um, I, I thought we had... So, 
What's happening? So just talk up until 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can do it, Sam. I don't think I can do it. Um, can I ask, because I've not seen you, obviously, and I know that you're off for, you're not working on this show for a couple of weeks, and we've got Amy coming on next week, who's brilliant. How, uh, and you're, you're working in London, you're in the studios. Yeah. What is it like there? Is the, the, is the building empty? It's pretty quiet, yeah, and like they've, they've put in this new rule as of yesterday that now only two people are allowed in the control room, which means that like during other shows, the assistant producer has to just sit completely in a different studio to us. It's bonkers. Yeah, well, that's the two-metre thing, isn't it? You can't yeah. have three people in there and be two metres away. I don't understand why other shows would need more than two people. Yeah, well, I get the Just... feeling, though, from Monday, I think quite a lot more is going to be... I'm pre well, pretty sure everyone's going to be at home. What, what shows are not at home, then? What shows are still there? Um, currently, it's um, Mike Graham, um, whoever's doing Top Afternoon, guy. and Dan are all here. Ay, 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 ay. I mean, it, it just uh, it don't, it doesn't seem worth the risk. It doesn't seem worth the risk, does it? Are you not? Are you worried? Are you are you worried? I mean, I know that you're young, and but it's, it's still not risk free. Are you concerned about it at all? Yeah, I am a little, especially as like you know, I'm still getting the training, which oh. isn't. I mean, it's empty, but it's still not exactly ideal. Yeah. We 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 didn't go to the news then, Kath. So you going off and making a coffee was only helping us. Oh. Was, wasn't helping the listener. In any stretch oh, of the Oh, they get enough. They get plenty. I got plenty. I got plenty. It's weird times, isn't it? I'm. I'm. Tell you what, Sam. I'm really enjoying actually being at home. This is this is what I, I've trained for my whole life. And I'm. I. You know. I'm, I'm where I've got a nice house. I got a garden, although I've not been in it. Um. Um. But um. I've, today I've, I've really felt lousy. I, I don't. I've not got the thing, the lurgy. But I've been just exhausted. And I, I'm waking up about eight o'clock in the morning and. Uh, I'm, I'm up and I just can't I, I, part of me just wants to have it and get it out the way and just keep my fingers crossed that I don't get it too badly then I've had it and then I can go back and go out and be a helpful member of society I don't know, what do you reckon boy? I know what you mean about that but in the meantime we're passing it on you know, in the meantime. passing it on to people in my house oh, no. and stuff yeah, yeah, oh no, no, exactly, I mean it's weird, isn't it? 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us uh, a call, you'd be very, very welcome. You can talk about absolutely anything you want. You know the thing. I've not looked at any of the news stories. I've not looked. I've not, I've not got anything planned for tonight's show. So if you want to phone up and just dick around, you're very welcome to. Um, oh, here we go. Mistress Francine has tweeted us. Oh, thank goodness. I was wondering where she was. Kath and Ian, thank you. It's so refreshing to hear something alternative and fun. I'm assuming she's mean doesn't mean that normally our show is quite boring. She's... <laughs> May I ask for a shout out to the sex workers? Now, I'm assuming this, this phrase is deliberate. May I ask for a shout out to the sex workers whose work has dried up? <laughs> it's unfortunate. Uh, we are a forgotten minority with mouths to feed and mortgages to pay. Kath, love your laugh, says Mistress Francine. Thank you. You are rather hot. Thanks, Mistress. Um, um, may I make a suggestion? Yes. Webcams, innit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you are. Let's... Um, um, yeah. Um, oh gosh. Okay. Gosh. There's pictures and everything. Um, yeah. It, I, I get it. There's there's all these little because because you know if you've got a job 
you're going to get 80% of your money up to two and a half grand a month. Great. They've now made things for self-employed people. Great. Me and you really, really lucky because we're working. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. Certainly till the end of June. Um, but there are fringes of society, sex workers being one of them. Um, but there'll be other fringes of societies that there's no real yeah. category for. Maybe they fall, you know, in the cracks of legality, between the cracks of legality. Maybe they're so small that to the outside world, they're almost insignificant. But to the person who's doing it, it's their life. So there will be groups that there's no protection yeah. for and are kind of forgotten. As we know, some of our callers, you know, I'm, I'm sure would frown on sex workers as much as they frown on actors. Mm. You know, well, choose another career. But it's... Um, get a proper, quote unquote, proper job. Get a job. proper job. Get a proper job. So, yeah, it's, um, it, 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 it's all so big that it's got to be concerning for, you know, people on the fringes. So, um, um, uh, mistress... Uh, we wish you the very best of luck and we will pass your details on to Barry from Watford. How's about that? <laughs> 0344 499 1000. This is the Late Night Alternative Weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
that, you dick? Sorry, sorry. He's talking to the cat. Well, I think. Yeah, keep knocking uh, my nuts off. And if I lose these nuts and I can't put the well, Yeti microphone back into the thing. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. The late night alternative. It's the last one of the week. Next week. We're on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're off mm -hmm. for two nights. For God's sakes, give us those two nights. Um, you can call in about absolutely anything you want. It, um, and we're, we're not fussed. We're very, very low standards, um, particularly if you heard the uh, uh, last 20 minutes of, of the show. Let's go to Dredge. Good evening, Dredge. Went to sleep last night listening to the new Bob Dylan song. Woke up this morning and the flaming thing was still on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, Have you heard, heard this, it? Catherine? Bob I've... Dylan has dropped an, in inverted commas, new song, 17 minutes long. Yeah, about the topical um, subject, which is... The assassination of jo Jonathan Fitzgerald King. Now, you've listened to the whole Kennedy. thing, Dredge. Has he sorted it? Well, I, I've only listened to the first four minutes myself. <laughs> Me too. It wasn't... But... It, it's, it's obviously quite old because he's singing in it. Uh-huh. Well, properly. Well, fashion. I've Go written on, some more. I've written some more of this parody. I'm going to, which I will continue if you, if that's okay, just for a, a few more lines. Wow! Can I just say to the other callers, Dredge <laughs> is asking for permission before doing his material. <laughs> it, it, it's manners. It's just manners because you've been so polite and been such a good boy. Yes, you can. Oh, thank you very much. No, thank you, no. because you've made, you have treated me and Catherine Boyle like actual humans. Yeah. Actual humans, and no one does on this show. So thank you, Dredge. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're, you're welling up, man. I am welling up, man. This it's, is, it's very moving. No, no one, one, everyone treats us like... Uh, no one ever thinks of us. Thank you, John. You have made my night. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? That's Just nice. make sure the song's good, boy. No, that's very kind of you to ask permission. Away you go, sir. Okay. <laughs> the words are reasonably good, but there's not much of a tune. When I was listening, I thought, I hope to God the end is coming soon. Soon. His voice isn't what it was, and that is plain for all to see. In fact, now he makes John Lydon sound like Mr. Pavarotti. <laughs> <laughs> he went all Eminem in the last bit. There's one more, one more line here. Please do, mate. I don't want to worry you or nothing at all like that. But the next song he's working on is twice the length of that. I just realised <laughs> that I, rhy I rhymed that with that. It's all right. It's all right. Dylan good, would do it. it right? Dylan, would Dylan will probably steal that. You know, Dylan's a musical thief. Mm -hmm. Steals, 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 and puts it in where he wants. I mean, um, why would you, why would you, I mean, how big an ego must you have to release a 17-minute song? Well, here's oh. the thing. Here's, here is the important thing for Dylanologists, for that is what they are called. And I, I, I briefly flirted with it, and I do like Dylan now. Although, I, when we went to see him, we left early. Oh, he was awful. He was awful. But, um... <laughs> he, he was awful. He was terrible. He was bloody awful. He wasn't trying, was he? Put a hat on. That's about it. He was taking the pee out of us. Out of Tosser. you? Yeah. Specifically us, yeah. Yes. Captain and Ian. rubbish, man. Should have come 20 years ago Judas. and I was still singing. He called me Judas. <laughs> I said, I don't believe you, Bob. 
Actually, by the way, I was expecting a big laugh. There was one point he did something. Yeah. What did he do? And I shouted out Judas. Yeah. And no one said anything. Because we were surrounded by kids. No, I went, Judas! No one said anything, Drake. That should have got a big laugh. I think it's Bob Dylan. He's got to be the person that's had most books written about him. He's got to be, hasn't he? Yeah, more so than the Beatles. But he also is a bit of a Brian Blessed, isn't he? Just people ask him questions, he makes it up. But... Um, if you want to laugh, Dredge, go and watch um, Bob Dylan's rehearsals for um, We Are The World. It's, 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 it's ten minutes that you'll, you will absolutely enjoy. But um, here's the, the, the point for Dylanologists is he has not, they thought he has not written a song in eight years. He's certainly not released an original song mm-hmm. in eight years. So for this to be released is a huge thing for Dylan fans. The fact that it's 17 minutes long is great. It oh, they'll w- lap it up. It would have been great if he'd have gone, oh, I've been in isolation for two weeks and I wrote this song. And, if, you know, be like, wow. But it's not. It's quite an old... It's old. I mean, it's in the last probably eight years. Uh-huh. It's, and it's good that it exists, but it wasn't... I didn't really... I didn't really... Well, let's hang on. Let's have a... Let's have a little... Uh, let's have a... You've asked can for you it, play, Dredge. Can you, play, can you play the end? Because I haven't got to the end. <laughs> you want to read so, the back page? So cheating. tempted. So I want to know tempted, what happens at the end. <laughs> so tempted to play the whole bloody oh, no. thing. No, no. All right, hang on a second. Here we go. Let's get to the. Let's get to kind of like the last six minutes. Uh, murder <laughs> most foul. I'm not going to play all of it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, oh, hang on. Where's going? Where's Bob gone? Birdman of Alcatraz. Playbuster Keaton. I mean, the back, the backing is is absolutely beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, but the singing is is basically brown noise. Yeah. One other thing before I go. You were talking about celebrities that you've asked back on. Yeah. Um, Danny Baker had Emo Phillips on once, and he, he went through his usual spiel at the end of, oh, you can come back whenever you like. He didn't really mean it, but Emo Phillips came back the next day, and they wow. didn't let him on. <laughs> they, no! They didn't. Yeah. No, that's always, terrible! They don't always mean it when they say it, you know what I mean? Well, we do. I wouldn't well, mean it with Emo Phillips. I would. I like Emo Phillips. Dredge, thank you very much indeed, my friend. 0344... Four nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Naughty Nick. Good evening, Naughty Nick. There's a chance to make it. We're saving our own lives. It's true. We make a better day. Just you and me. He's good. He's good. He's got it. He's got the Dylan. We are the world line down pat. Hi there, Ian. Hi Nick. Hi there, Kath. Hello, Nick. Hello. Um, I would like to sing a song, if that's okay. Not a Dylan song, but I'm eternally disappointed that Andre didn't sing a bad rendition of an Ian Jury song. So I would like to sing a bad rendition of an Ian Jury song, if that's okay, please. Why the the hell not? Go on, who cares anymore? Do what you want. Here we go, here we go. The guitar on this is great. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need 
sex and drugs and rock and roll. Is very good indeed. Keep your silly ways, or throw them out the window. The wisdom of your ways, I've been there and I know lots of other ways. What a jolly bad show for you ever do is business you don't like. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Sex and drugs and rock and roll is very good indeed. Every bit of clothing ought to make you pretty. You can cut the clothing. Grey, it's such a pity. I should wear the clothing of Mr. Walter Mitty. See my sailor, he's called Simon. I know it's going to fit. Here's a little piece of advice, you're quite welcome, it is free. Don't do nothing, that is cut price, you know that will make you be. They will try their tricky device, trap you with the ordinary. Get your teeth into a small slice, the cake of liberty. Don't forget guys, the clocks go back one hour. Saturday night, Sunday morning, the clocks go back one hour. We have an extra hour of this apocalyptic hell to endure. The clocks go back Saturday night, Sunday morning. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. 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 Ow! Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Ow! 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 Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Sex and drugs and sausage rolls. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Sex and drugs and rock can roll sex and drums and rock and roll Sam whenever you're ready mate whenever you're ready sex and drums and rock and roll I think he's got stuck Sam you take it away sex and thank you this is talk radio (laughs) late night Ian Lee on talk radio I think it's um you know it's the first Friday uh, of this the end of the week the first week in lockdown <laughs> every everyone's if you if you can't be nuts on a phone in radio show now yeah. when can you really by the way if this goes on for three months six months as i personally think it might or oh, you wait till when we start doing straight to air oh my god it's going to turn out i i reckon probably by wednesday next week yeah oh when we're not in uh, but we're certainly by the week oh yeah the, but then the week after yeah every night will be like a friday night yeah yeah let's go you know what you know what um boris johnson should do to, to he should legalize weed oh my god he wants to keep everyone at home legalize weed and R- rishi sunak should come out and say right we're going to give everybody 80 percent of the weed they would normally buy for free we're paying for it 
and if you wouldn't normally buy weed we will work out a national average and we will send you that each week but then people would be panicked buying like cheetos and <laughs> what's it and stuff yeah it, i suppose it could get tricky but that's what you should you say do you know what while this is going on you you guys must be so miserable at home get stoned it's not going to be legal right but we ain't going to do nothing about I'm, it. I'm locked in my house. And I, 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 we can't obviously encourage you buying it, but I'm told if you phone this number and ask for Big Dave, <laughs> he's holding. <laughs> Let's go to Arlene. Good evening, Arlene. Hello there. How are you doing? Oh, I'm on top of the world. Well, I just want to tell you about when I met Robin Asquith. Uh-oh, is this... Okay, let's let's hover over that well, dog button, Sam. Well, it was a bit yes. dodgy, but it was at a film festival. Yes. In Manchester, you used to have a fantastic film festival. So it was all like, uh, you know, all your horror guests, uh, many, many famous ones, and Ingrid yeah. Pitt, and many like that. And he was there because he was in Horror Hotel. Yes. As a horror film. But anyway, I came along with my record, my vinyl record that I'd bought in a shop in Manchester. Yes. And I thought he could sign that. So I bring it along and uh, he was there surrounded by all these guys. It was just loads of guys. I was the only girl running after him, like, but uh, anyway, apparently I had to go to the toilet one one time and my fella harry was going i wish arlene would come back now because he's dropped his pants he showed his ass to all these guys and i came i managed your to boyfriend showed his ass to, to robin asquith he did he dropped his pants at the festival your boyfriend no no robin asquith what he dropped his pants at a film festival he dropped the ass into asquith <laughs> And you missed and it. Harry was going, oh, we should come back now, but I think I managed to see it, but it was quite a bit drunk-like, but there you go. But you I think me. I managed to see it. But honestly, he was like, and I brought this record to him, and it was Confessions of a Pop Performer, the vinyl. Yeah. And he said to me, I can't believe seeing this. Where did you buy it from? And I don't know if anybody in Manchester will remember, but there was a wee shop on Bridge Street, and it was called Hang'em and Bang'em. Hang'em and Bang'em? Hang'em and Bang'em. And he couldn't believe it. He was just laughing for about 20 minutes. He couldn't believe it. And maybe if you've been tweeting him, he might hear this. Well, why, but, don't uh, you tweet, why don't you tweet him about hang em and bang em? I can't. I have no uh, computer access. I am one of them antique people ah. that don't deal with any of that. You're one of those people that the police have enforced. Yeah. <laughs> no electronic communication devices in the house. It, 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 well, I, I have never mm. been... I mean, I work at the university, and I am the only one that gets things on paper. Everybody else Good. gets them on email. Good. It's the, it, listen, the whole the whole system is collapsing. Here, here, here's the problem I've noticed. The internet is slowing way, way down. You try, and I, I only know this because I've been trying to play online Call of Duty. You try and play an online game at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It oh, you don't want happening. any of that. You want your old black and white films. You don't want to watch any of that. Arlene, can I, can I tell you, I've really enjoyed this call, but one thing has disappointed me. What's that? You said films and not films. Films? 
There we go. That was it. That was closer. <laughs> Arlene, nice to talk to you. Thank you so much for giving us a call. Take care. Let's go to Will. Good evening, Will. Hello. This is Mr. Bob Dylan. And, uh, is there some problem with my music or something? That That's Yoda. What, what? That's, that's Yoda. <laughs> that's like Chuck Winkle. That's the worst I don't know, I, I've ever heard in my life. Music on the internet and uh, I don't know why you don't like it, man. Hmm, music on the internet it is. <laughs> Just music to it does. <laughs> Bob Dylan's song, too long it is. <laughs> 17 minute long song. Hmm. I've got two I've got two things to say about the book. Oh, that wasn't your real voice! <laughs> Mommy God, Miss Jones! <laughs> um, no, it's right, Jones. First of all, First of all, I was also at the uh, Hyde Park show, and I had a t- I completely had a totally different thing. I really loved it. I mean, the guy's seventy-eight years old, and he yeah, no, he's an amazing crap. gig. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I I really enjoyed it. Second, but what was all, there to enjoy? What was there to listen? I knew what to expect. Totally knew what to expect, and I knew I wouldn't like it. But I, I've only recently, in the last two or three years, got into Dylan. And uh, he was one of those people who if, I know that if uh, if he died before I'd had the chance to see him, I would have regretted it. So I can now say, oh, yeah, I saw Dylan. Um, but it was awful. It was awful. It, it, I mean, his voice is not there. I knew he was going to be doing wildly different versions of the songs because that's what he does. But I think it's a con. Um, I, I thought it was lacklustre. Um, I just thought it was, you know, when you paid, I mean, those tickets are like 150 quid a pop. And I and I know this is what Dylan does. And I know it, you could argue that when he went electric in 66 or whatever it was, he was doing the same thing then. And he's always had a blatant disregard for his audience. But it was just lousy, I thought. Why did you enjoy it? I mean, I've seen him a few times over the years. And like loads of times, actually. over the last Earl's Court, 1987. I'll actually, <laughs> well, not no, not that one. Um, I, I actually like having seen him a few times. You saw one of the better times I'd seen him. That was one of the better ones. Yeah, <laughs> flipping it, man. And just to be, you know, in the presence of someone who's, you know, written such amazing songs over yes. the years. Um, and, and and he was he was doing much better versions of his more well-known songs. I've seen him play where you don't like most people wouldn't know a single song, and also the versions of those obscure songs are unrecognisable. Where at least that show that you saw, he was actually doing songs that people knew. Well, the people uh, desperately, the audience desperately, desperately trying to nudge him to the actual melody of like a rolling stone i mean it was and he was he was fighting i have many people were there 200 150,000 people he was fighting them all they were really trying to push yeah, him to the melody that's, that's and he's, he's like no done. that's what he's yeah. always done he's always fought expectations and, and know, i respect that i respect 78 that. years old he's, he's doing his thing um the second thing i, I would say yes. uh, about that song the new song I, w- I listened to it a couple of times today, believe it or not, all the, the way time. through. <laughs> well, what else am I doing? I'm sat in my house in quarantine. Yeah. I, you know. Um, so, yeah, the other thing I would say, I've, I've, been, I've kind of been thinking about amusing, amusing on that song. So yeah. JFK was shot the same year that Dylan's 
breakthrough record freewheeling Bob Dylan came out, 1963. Um, that record came out about four months before JFK was shot. So when that happened, he was at the beginning of his whole career. It was like the, it was like the start of his thing. And I've just got this weird, like when you listen to it, it's, it's like a kind of, it, it, yeah, it starts with the whole JFK thing, but then it kind of moves on through his life and he talks about these moments and these experiences in his life. And it's, I, I, I don't know, it's almost like, I don't want to say it because, you know, I, I, I love Dylan so much, but it's almost like a goodbye. It's like, it's do like, think, do you think not, this is Bob Dylan's, what was that David Bowie record? Black star or something. Exactly. Or like saying, the I'm dying. Johnny Cash. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. almost like, it's <clears> like 1963. This, that's when it started. JFK. That's when it all started. And the fact that it's been recorded for a while, he might've had it in the, in the, in the bank. Um, ready ready to put out you know i i hope i'm wrong i really do i, I love dylan he's, he's a massive influence on, on my stuff and what i do um but but i just but then I just why can't this. you do a decent impression of him that was the worst that was the worst <laughs> bob dylan impression i ever heard in my life man hey don't think it was that bad okay my baby chris tarrant <laughs> impression you final answer you want to follow yeah. a friend <laughs> You don't understand, man. The thing is, I'm doing well, like a... Will, I appreciate your, your critique. Thank you. And I like this. Right. Okay, I, I, I thank it. you, mate. I, I appreciate you. 0344-499-1000. I like Dylan. I yeah. like the fact he exists. I like the idea of Dylan. Yeah. And I like the fact he confounds people. But also within that, I'm allowed to say that I did not enjoy that show because that's part of the Dylan myth is being able to what's the cat doing she's having a bath now but okay. she was chasing her tail earlier and um, sticking her claws in that's part of the dylan myth is people saying i, I, I didn't like it mm. i didn't like it and i'm glad this song's come out and i've only I, I will listen to it i really like the backing of the song i really like the backing i think it's stunning um and i didn't listen to the whole thing because i think you've got to be in the, in the right mood for it i will listen to it and uh, his voice sounds great on it, I thought. Do you not think, though, there is a little bit of Emperor's New Clothes about Dylan? Uh, yeah, I do think there's... People I do don't think there's dare that. say they don't get it. Well, you say it, and I've said it. Well, I get some of it. Yeah. Some of it I think he's taking a mick, um, which I appreciate. I think some of it is... Bit, I, don't, I, um, I don't know. Where did I read the thing that Paul Simon is the poet that everyone thinks Bob Dylan is, mm. which is a great, great line... Um, I don't know. Um, let's have an advert for another show. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You are very, very uh, welcome. In the I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the last few weeks i don't think i've got it by the way guys i don't i, I kind of joke that i've got it i don't think i've got it but the last couple of weeks my bones I remember driving home a couple of weeks ago my bones in my legs it's like it was like the marrow was just aching it felt like growing pains it felt like really bad growing pains i used to get when i was sort of 10 11 years old um and i've, I've had that pretty constantly for the last three weeks and I had a headache that lasted two or three weeks. That's gone. A very stiff neck. I'm not sleeping well. But I'm the, the last couple of days, today in particular, I'm exhausted. 
I'm just absolutely. Well, you you came round and I could barely get up and open the door, and yeah. I just flopped on the sofa. I can't move. Yeah, can't move. I mean, for a moment I thought oh, I might have to go home. Uh, this could be. Uh, this could be it. But I think it's. Um, I don't know. I'm not a doctor anymore, obviously. No. After what happened. No. But um, is it being stuck in? I was out yesterday. Oy. I was out, and I was out in the garden yesterday with the boys. And is it having gone out yesterday? <laughs> Maybe it's that. I don't. I don't know. It could be anything. It could be stress. It could be lack of exercise. It could be. I don't know what it is. Uh, but I've, I'm so tired. But I can't sleep. I'm. I'm going to bed. I'll do it, mate. I'm going to. No, this is. But this. But this is what I was trying to explain to you. It's different. I've never felt anything like. I've never felt anything like this. I don't think it's the old. Allergy, maybe. I don't, I don't think it is. I haven't got the temperature. I haven't got the cough. I'm getting a, a dry throat. I'm getting a dry throat, but I haven't got the cough. Um, uh, uh, but I just, I, I just, th this is fun. But I'm kind of leaning on the desk. If the desk weren't here, I wouldn't be able to sit up straight tonight. Very peculiar. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, thank you everybody who joined the Zoom lunch today at one o'clock. You joined in. Yeah, it was lovely. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. I realised um, how m I've got too much stuff on my uh, stuck to my uh, fridge. I saw, you know, when you see the There's background of, stuff, of yeah. you know, because it's all like kids' school letters and no, you can't have too and... much of that. Can't have too much well, of that. Well, if I have one more, I think the fridge might fall <laughs> forward. <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, one of the joys of moving here and getting a fridge was just covering it with pictures of the kids. Partly they don't live with me, you know. But, yeah. But there wasn't the lunch. We had it sixty so people good. join us. Um, most of whom had video so we could see yeah. them. And a we... lot of whom weren't eating though. I was very upset. I was enjoying yeah. my spaghetti and sausages on my own. But we had someone in Tasmania yeah. who is in isolation. Florida. Someone in Florida. Uh, people all over the country. Loads of kids. That's what did it for me. Loads of kids. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I had a very nice message from a mum as well about the impact it had on her boy who was struggling today. Uh, and the lunch kind of made it. Some, some disappointed people who, when they were told it was Ian from the jungle, thought it was Ian Wright. So I apologise to that. Um, and we all ended with a, a sing-song uh, conducted by R Robbie Dove yeah. uh, as he stumbled beautifully through Here Comes the Sun on the ukulele. And we all sang along together and it was a car crash and it was joyous. We might do one over the weekend. I don't want to promise. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, and I'll put it on my Facebook as well. I, I, there's no sort of easy way of letting you know when it's happening. Uh, we'll, we'll do that because it was just nice. 30 minutes, it's child friendly, there's no naughtiness, there's no bad language. Um, and um, I kind of would single, I'm trying to make it fair so that everyone gets to have a chance. And there are people that I didn't talk to today that I spoke to last time, some people that have been in both and I've missed and I'm sort of keeping it in my head. Who's a, bring people forward, hello, how are you doing? What's going on for you? Okay, thanks, let's go on to the next person. Chilled, but she farted. She's she's dropped a big one. There we Off go. You go. Blame it, it was on the cute cat. for a while. Blame it on the cat. My goodness. Blame it on the cat. Patty, I'm so so sorry. She's had a major operation and you're blaming it on her. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Evening. Hello. Mm. Very laid back. You Sorry. were in the lunch today. Um I, I was, yep. Um uh, you had quite a few, didn't you, come in there? Busy. About sixty people I think were there. Yeah, uh, I'm very tired, man. Like you, um, it seems to have been a long week. Even though you know, you know, I'm not done much. I've been messing around with the uh, the Zoom thing for yeah. the meeting. Apart from that, 
been ringing around a few people, but uh, uh, I've been trying to get out every day for a walk. And uh, but uh, I mean, I, it was all right earlier on. I watched uh, watched the film, and then tonight I just kind of got really really tired. Mm. But then I didn't sleep at all last night, virtually, apart from yeah. about five hours. So um, yeah, the um, I dropped the caffeine. Um, a week or two ago, and that seemed to work initially. I got a couple of good nights, and then after that, even though I only had caffeine uh, in the morning, um, I didn't, you know, I still was like, you know, too switched on when I went to bed after your show, and um, I couldn't get to sleep. So, you know, the, the addict in me started to fight back and say, right, I'm going to have a proper coffee now. I don't give a damn, you know. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, so I don't I need to really cut what... down on caffeine. I need to cut down yeah, on caffeine. Yeah. But while this is going on, I'm thinking, oh, it's one of the, the few pleasures I've got. I'm going, I'm, going to, I'm going to drink it. Yeah, but I don't think it helps if you've got an, you know, an anxious personality anyway. Well, no, it doesn't, but I'm not, I'm not anxious. I'm, I'm at peace with the situation now. Groovy. I'm totally at peace with what's going on and i was thinking to actually when when the the lockdown ends i think that's going to be traumatic for people that going back out yeah going back out but also i think there'll be a lot of sadness about it ending and i was thinking i quite like it's, it's not ideal and it causes huge huge problems and again i've got stress i'm totally aware i'm in a privileged position but i like my l- lifestyle being compulsory you know that sometimes i'd be at home for days and think oh god i should really go out and do something but because i'm not allowed to that guilt isn't there Mm -hmm. it's like well what should i do today i've got a few chores i'll do those then i'll watch telly then i'll listen to the radio four extra and have a lie down you know i like that i like that Mm -hmm. i don't know i um i've had this sort of weird feeling i think some of you callers have, have expressed this as well where on the one hand, I mean, I've, uh, as you probably know, I've been not working for a while. Well, a few years, really. So, of course, the adjustment in the self-isolation is not that great for me. Yeah. But um, because everyone's at home now, I kind of feel less guilty, which is strange. And <laughs> um, But obviously, that's for a different reason. But, yeah, obviously, you know, I still feel horror and worry about you know the general world outside but I'm i don't secure in the house i i don't feel horror and i'm generally not feeling worry anymore i have moments where i worry that i'm going to get it and die yeah which i think is normal i have moments where i worry i think i'm going to get it really badly and end up in one of those super hospitals they're building at uh, um, the Birmingham NEC. They're going to have 4,000 yeah. beds in the NEC arena. My God, well, you can only begin to imagine how bleak that would be for those poor souls that will end up uh, 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 there. Um, and But generally, I'm cool with it. I'm making a few jokes about it with people that I'm talking to online, you know, which is what we do, and they're probably quite tasteless jokes, but that's how we cope with people. I certainly wouldn't broadcast them because that's not appropriate, but when you're with friends who, and you're allowed to do that kind of thing, it's what makes us human. I'm cool with it, you know. I'm cool with it today. T- today. Who knows what, what it's going to be tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first weekend. I've not got the, the uh, routine of doing this 
radio show and I'm not seeing the kids this weekend. I've got to talk to them on the phone. I've got to help them set something up. But we'll see. We're not seeing you tomorrow, Kath. We'll see, where, we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you one of uh, the most important questions in this call, please? Do um, you think that five guys a week is fate? Five guys, one cup. This is the dating program where one lonely lady uh, invites five <laughs> guys round to stay in her house. and at the Three end, of whom she... are obviously idiots. Yes, and at the end she yeah. has it off with them. Well, one of them, potentially. Yes. yes. Do I think it's fake? No. What makes you say that? I just, it just seems to me that it's like, right, but, I mean, the, it seems to be the main um, the producers, the, the main thrust of the entertainment, if you like, thrust. is, Oof. you know, how the, how the men behave as a group in terms of, yeah. you know, those uh, looks to each other and I want to kick the shit out of you about that you kissed Adida last night and this and the other, which is, I don't know, I suppose I'm getting a bit too old in the tooth for reality shows. It, it seems a little bit and, um, exploitative and uh, I don't know, maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a think, bit of a snowflake about it. I think the power of it is in the casting, right? Because you've got five blokes yeah. there who've got absolutely no shame about wanting to win. I don't believe they all fancy the people that they end up living with. I don't believe it. But not one of them said, Do you know what, I'm not really feeling this, I'm going to go home. What are, the, yeah. what are the odds of that? Well, one did on the first day, didn't they? But um, but they all, you know, by the end, it's it's usually two, maybe three blokes trying to convince her that they're that they're the ones that should win. I'm looking forward to next week's because it's older people. And first of all, I thought all oh, that bit bo- bit boring, but I reckon it's going to be even hornier because oh, the first three episodes <laughs> they've been horny. Yeah. They've been very horny episodes, <laughs> but I think three, I think that, sorry, four, the, the older folk is going to be well, you know, even hornier. That's the generation that are like riddled with syphilis and stuff, because wow. they, um, well, they are. Your, you're saying your parents have got syphilis. Here's the thing, what happens is, they, 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 they. they well, don't forget, Alistair's part of this generation. I'm talking to you, Alistair, you watch it, put something on the end of it. When we eventually get out to the position where you have to put something on the end of anything, um, because you can get close enough to someone, obviously. Oh. Um I've just had an idea. No. All over Johnny's. And that doesn't mean it's all a, but a Johnny for the body. Oh. So this is not bad. A Johnny onesie. A Johnny onesie. <laughs> Get me the contact details for Durex. I want them, I want them to make a Johnny onesie. I would do that. All they need to do is get a morph suit and make it in. Uh... This is awesome. Yeah. We've, we've stumbled inadvertently, Alistair. I'm going to cut you in uh, a third. We have stumbled <laughs> upon not the cure for the coronavirus we're not scientists but we've certainly covered with a way come up with a way of having safe interaction with other human beings a, a johnny onesie from durex coming back to the horny boomers oh yeah sorry go on um coming back to the horny boomers what happens is because they started you know they didn't really date or anything when they were in their you know, prop, not properly as, as, as they do these days. They married the first person normally that they went out with and all that. Then they end up getting divorced and then they just go for broke. And that, my friends, is how you end up in trouble. Yeah. Alistair, thank you. 0344 499 It's a great programme if you've not seen it. Thank you for reminding us of it. Um, Bill Al says, I'm listening in London playing FIFA. Please can I have a shout out for my Watford team that I manage we're going to go all the way this season. Well, uh, uh, Bill Owls, Watford, I wish you the best of luck. I don't think anyone's going all the way this season, are they? <laughs> Unless they get a Johnny 
onesie from Durex. 0344 <laughs> 499 This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Paul. Uh, let's let's deal with this call as carefully as we can, because he he's in a place called Carefully, and it sounds a little bit like Carefully. Paul. Ian, I hope you're well, buddy. Uh, Catherine, none of your you. business. None of your business. You you know your business. You paparazzi I, I scumbag. I didn't, I didn't even ask. Gossip, calling this piece of just trash. Just hope this. Just hoping, that's ironic, hoping you wish that I was dead. Well, screw you, I ain't never going to die. Come on, coronavirus, kick your ass. Um, Cass, can I just say thanks for um, retweeting that thing earlier about my little boy singing his song um, with the Man United thing. That's the Cass Retweet Bum Club. You're welcome, because everyone knows I'm the nice one. So, yeah. Yeah, until you host a show on your own and everyone goes, oh, actually, Ian's the nice one. It's just, she's she's so mean. That he looks mean, but he's nicer than... Uh, what, what do you want, Paul? <laughs> uh, the, the, the other thing I, want, I was calling about, um, Ian, was I came to Cardiff, obviously. Um, you know, you asked, you asked for Cardiff people to come and see you, and, and I was yes. there, buddy. That was the last live show we ever... Do you remember the last live show we ever did, yeah, Catherine? I know. was in Cardiff in, I think, 2020, before live shows were outlawed by the government. I remember there was there were more than three people there. Yes, those were the you days. I remember the days when we used to yes. go to venues and watch live acts. Yeah. I was sitting, like, right next to somebody. I'd never even met them. It was mad, isn't it? Mm. Mad. But anyway, yeah. I, I was sitting next to my sister, who was um, a little bit tipsy. She um, was. Um, she she tweeted me. I think someone. I think. I think it was her. Who tweeted me. Oh God, she hadn't. She. Oh, she was. T- well, who was it? Someone tweeted she was a, me. Yeah, she was asking for a threesome. But with. Oh no, that was that was the woman. There was a woman who was with her husband, and oh, no, it, was, she, he wanted a threesome with me for his birthday. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, there was. They, no, they I don't think he wanted that. Okay. That wasn't me. All right. Okay. Okay. Apologies to your sister. No, I, I, I was there with my sister because um, my wife had had uh, radio iodine treatment and was radioactive and couldn't couldn't go anywhere, oh, gosh. Uh, which was a bit strange. Like for a few weeks, well, I say a bit strange for a few weeks, but it's just like what it is now, to be honest. You know, you just yeah. like, kind of self-isolation. It's a bit strange, but get used to it pretty quick. Um, so, yeah, uh, my sister was, was the one who looked like Mel C, anyway. Yes. A strong look, remember? always a strong look. I do remember. Of course, I remember that, Mercy. She was that, in the, uh, right. the Spice Girls. Yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, she wasn't happy with it, man. Honestly. Why? She, well, I don't know. I think she took it as like a, a bit of a slight, like a bit of a dig. Well, she's an idiot, then. Melcy's a beautiful woman. Why? Why would that, you, she's exactly an idiot? Exactly why I said it on the way home. Otherwise. She's going to be offended by that. Well, did, did, well she yeah. won't be because she's too thick to understand it. Well, why would it? No, Melcy's Melcy's absolutely stunning. I think I love Melcy. I think she thought. You meant rather than Melfi, sporty spice, you know, the kind of. Well, if I'd have meant the, sporty the, the, the spice, choice. I would have said sporty spice. Are we talking I, about I, I, what a woman who'd had a bit too much to drink was worried about flipping weeks ago? Are we really doing that now? Yeah, but that, that was like a live venue cast with real people. You know, we, yeah. this, is, this is back in the well, day, isn't it? I know, but I don't think she was really upset about it. Maybe she just had a little moment. <laughs> yeah. anyway, I mean, look I, at Melcy. She's beautiful. Stunning. Absolutely yeah, I, stunning. I, you know, I agree. I don't, I don't think my sister is like, but, you know, Melcy's a div. 
a couple of other things. I'm, I retract uh, paying her a compliment. She can kiss it. Miserable. Thank you, man. So and so. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, she bullied me growing up. She's seven years older. She used to well, put jam on go, my face Paul. and make the dog lick oh, it Okay, this is getting none of my business. I know, I know exactly. Thank you your call. 03444 I think we trod too carefully there. Uh, and that just ended up being weird. Ended up being a therapy session. He's got issues. He's got big sister issues he needs to talk to her about it yeah. and have it out with her yeah exactly i interviewed mel c when i was doing rise so that would have been oh that was like 16 years ago and it was like one of her first solo songs it was a really good song actually can't remember which one it was and um i hadn't met her before and i remember her sitting there i remember thinking my god it's it's one of the Spice Girls, you know, because I love the Spice Girls. It's one of the Spice Girls. And uh, I said, your new song's really good. And she was really surprised because she was expect. She said, oh, I didn't think people like you would like it. I said, what do you mean? She went, well, I, I thought you were going to take the piss. I said, no, no, I, th I, I thought it was great. And she's got the most amazing eyes, stunning eyes. You met her, didn't you? At yeah. One of the, was it the Sonys? Yeah. And I was thrilled because I was with people. And she came up to me. She went, "All right, Ian, how's it going?" I was like, yeah, "It's going very well, man. Thanks very much." <laughs> and when she went, I went. She came up to me. Yeah. Nancy came up to she's me. She's gorgeous. Me. She's, she's gorgeous. stunning. She's stunning and really, really nice. Really down to earth. I've I've met Baby Spice Emma um, a, a couple of times, and she's very nice. But um, have I met any? I don't think I've met. I haven't met the others. Mel B's autobiography is something else. Oh, I, I listened to it on uh, Audible. By the way, you know, if anyone else is stuck in at the moment, it's worth a listen. Oh, yeah. But yeah. maybe not safe for the kids. No. No. Uh, but yeah, uh, she's great. And we had her on a couple of years ago. Mel C, we did, yeah. We did, we did. So um, lovely. Yeah, really, really lovely. Really lovely human being. Um, and an incredible singer. Like, proper... I like the Spice Girls a lot. I think they're fun, and I like a lot of their songs right but mel c is proper but good okay i see what you did then i'm gonna let you have that one um have you brought anything yeah have you yeah oh bumlick well you know i had nothing to do today <laughs> <laughs> Went yeah. on my um, moped for a, for a little jaunt. You're not allowed to. Well, I got a call. I had to go and pick up some medical supplies that I could pick them up or not pick them up, but they were going to close. Medical supplies. What were the medical my supplies? My contact lenses. Jesus. Medical contact I lenses. I get four months of, of contact lenses in okay. one hour, and okay. if I don't get them... Okay. Contact lenses. I've got a prescription I have to get made up for medication. Contact lenses are not medication. That's a luxury. You've broken the law. No, I haven't. You have broken the law. On one of the many local Facebook groups I'm on, God, people are miserable. Uh, one of the posts was, uh, if you've if you've got your children at home, um, could you please ask them to keep the noise down in the garden? Their neighbours might be key workers who are sleeping during the day. It's rude and it's selfish. So stop them screaming. And I thought, well, sod you. No. I will do no such thing. I, of course, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure they keep a reasonable noise. But if they're outside playing and kicking a football around and, and, and playing and enjoying themselves, well, then so be it. One, I know my neighbours. They are not key workers. Two, 
the couple next door actually like the sound of the kids yeah. playing outside because they haven't got children of their own and they're an older couple. They've never had kids. And they always say, you know, it's nice to hear him talking. If my kids are screaming and making a flipping force, I, of course I tell them to pipe down because it gets on my nerves. But also, if you're outside, right, I would say, oh, let's see if we agree on this. It's a Tuesday. The schools, the kids are homeschooling. I would happily let the boys out in the garden playing a game of football at nine in the morning. Mm, yeah. Would you go for the same? Yeah. Because that's 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 reasonable, yeah. right? That's reasonable. Sunday morning. Sunday morning, I would say ten. Yeah. Sunday like morning, 10. I would say ten. But I also wouldn't. They don't scream. I don't let them scream in the no. back garden. But 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 you know, and yes, I certainly wouldn't let them scream. But I'd let them go out and make noise and have fun. Yeah. Um, because unfortunately, that's the way it goes. No one. No one keeps the noise down for me, and I work late nights. Here's another thing. We have got one neighbour who is, I think, single. He's quite elusive. Yeah. The only thing we ever hear of him, and this has been since the children were really little, we had babies, him starting his motorbike up at nine o'clock at night and revving it. Yeah. Or him uh, mowing his lawn at nine o'clock at night sometimes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's single older people. Yeah. I, Just, you know, everyone's got to think about, you know, their neighbourhood. And at the moment, things are so weird and everyone is at home. You know, you've got to be aware of your neighbours. Of course you have. But I don't think the sound of kids laughing is something that we should be um, stamping sound, out at this point. the sound of kids dying? Oh, I've got a tape of that. I haven't really. But, you know, you, you, what, you, do you want horror films play? No, it's miserable. It, it's um, nice to have a bit of normality and to hear kids having a nice time, you know, within reason... But then I saw another post, which was a copy of a post from a Devonshire uh-huh. Facebook group about how you're not allowed to drive to the woods to take your dogs for a walk. Right. You have to walk your dogs. The start point has to be your front door. Yeah. You can't drive off to a nice beauty spot and walk the dogs. And the police are handing out. Yeah. Letters. I heard someone talking about that with um, James Whale on my, as I was driving in. Right. To work. And um, they were saying, you know, some people are taking the mic. A load of people at the Peak District got done for, you know, driving out for a hike along, you know, the mountainside right. or right. the peaks, whatever. Um, because the idea is, if you go in your car, you may have an accident. You might break down or something, get a flat tyre. Exactly. Or, or have someone. an accident yeah, and yeah. you become a problem for the emergency services yeah. who've got enough to do. So it is about sort of keeping it so keeping the risk down. I wonder if it'll ever go social distancing. Isn't it funny how that's a phrase? Two weeks ago, I'd never yeah. heard it. Mm. I don't think I'd heard it ten days ago. Now social distancing. So we go, well, two we don't know what it means, yeah. I wonder if it'll ever. I think it will. I don't know. I don't know. I do think a lot of this lovely hippy-dippy stuff that we've got now will not last. Of course it will. It'll be like, you know when you lose someone close to you and you think, I will never take life for granted ever again. I will never miss the opportunity to tell someone just how much I care about them. You know, I'm never going to... I've just realised how fragile life is. And then within two months, because of survival, because you've got to, because you can't live like that forever, you start taking things for granted again. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Switchboard is empty. Um, let's take call straight to air for half an hour. Okay. See how it goes. The first Friday of the first ever lockdown in the United Kingdom. Even the Blitz wasn't, you know, the blackout wasn't quite 
like this. So we'll, we'll, we'll take calls straight to air for 30 minutes. Just see where that takes us. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. My sister went there on a Saturday Come dancing All our boy friends used to come and go Why not come dancing It's only natural Another Saturday, another date She would be ready but she'd always make him wait In the hallway in anticipation he didn't know the night would end up in frustration He'd end up blowing all his wages for the week Or for a cuddle and a peck on the cheek Come dancing That's how they did it when I was just a kid And when they said come dancing My sister always did I like to put it all in my mouth. 
No, I totally disagree with Chuck to the Robot. Night night, everybody. Night night. <laughs> oh, this is nice. We will take calls straight to air for the last hour of the show, the last hour of the week. I'm Ian Lee. Um, that is Catherine Boyle. Me. We are here until one o'clock. Then Martin Kellner takes over. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you've never heard this part of the show before, um, it's a little bit more relaxed. It's a little bit more uh, feral. A little bit more primal. You can phone up. You can make a serious point, or you can phone up and make a noise down the phone. All of them are equally valid expressions of how you are feeling right now. The only rules are: don't swear, don't be libelous, don't be racist. We've had to add in the last twenty-four months, two years. Gosh, that's that's something. Sam, are you hovering over the dump button? Yeah, armed and ready. He, <laughs> he's locked and loaded, dear listener. So don't swear, don't you know, do any of those things, because Sam has the ability to make sure it doesn't get broadcast. A very clever bit of technology. So, with that in mind, we go to line one and say, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, is that me? It is. Oh, hello, Ian and Kath. It's Pat. Hello, line one. Hello, Pat. Um, yeah, I've come up with a good way of avoiding catching coronavirus this is what we're all about tonight then please tell us well what you have to do is you get a diving mask and a snorkel yes Yes. but you have to make sure that the snorkel is two meters long yeah I've spotted a couple of flaws. Catherine's my trainee. Catherine, I'm going to hand this one over to you. I want to see if you've spotted the same, well, and indeed any extra flaws that I've spotted. Over to you. It'll stop people, really, really tall people, bending down and getting into your airspace, but that's pointing upwards, isn't it? Two metres? Rather than around, yeah, is but what the, we need. The top of the snorkel would be two metres away from everybody else breathing oh, so you're getting the viruses on you. you. You don't think the germs might rise? Yeah. No, they drop. They're in droplets. Okay. My, one of the flaws I've spotted, someone sneezes on you. No, yeah. not even that. Not even that. You shake someone's hand. Yeah. They've wash got the hand. coronavirus. They've just sneezed you. wash your hands and, and sing happy birthday. Immediately after, but 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 it's it's on your hand, so you have to wash your hand immediately after you've shaken someone's hand, because if you then put that yeah. in your pocket, then the virus could be alive in your pocket. Well, why would you put your hands in your pockets? I put my hands in my pockets quite a lot. Well, okay. It's a how, how is this better than staying indoors and keeping clean? Because you can go outside with a two-metre snorkel on. It would topple over. It's too big to sustain itself. No one could sustain no, an erection no, that you have long. Extra, you have extra strong elastic bands holding it onto the side of your head. Oh, he's got you there. It, Pat, you got me there, mate. We we tried. Well done. You withstood the questioning. Thank you, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. There is someone who has an idea and doesn't mind it being scrutinised, unlike last mm. night. Um, and 
he proved us wrong. Thank you so much. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Good morning, Ian. It's Martin. Hello, Martin. I thought I'd... Hello, Ian. And Kat, and I thought I would uh, make a noise, but a sensible noise. Uh, and in oh. fact, I don't know how many calls you had this, this evening, this morning, regarding uh, the COVID-19, etc. But I was... Um, just hearing someone elsewhere a short time ago again saying, why is it necessary for us to stay isolated? And yes. uh, I, I don't understand what the problem is that people are suggesting. Well, the, oh, what, what, the, the particular person I heard a short time ago was saying, uh, as I say, elsewhere. Uh, sorry about that, uh, but I was listening to another channel. And I, I, this is why I, I thought... Why I were you listening to Nick Abbott and then switching over to us? Did you say this to Nick Abbott? Okay, okay. I actually called up to respond to the complete twerp that was on the show, and I'm actually disappointed with him. And for that reason, I shan't be listening anymore because he Hang didn't give the response. So, which, uh, uh, you, did you? You're calling us to complain about a caller to Nick Abbott. I'm complaining about the fact it's not the first time. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching as well. I like that response. Very good. <laughs> I'm watching on what? YouTube. Well, you're, you're phoning up to complain to us about a caller to Nick Abbott on LBC. No, no, it's not. It's more of it's out of frustration the fact that I'm hearing people, whether it's on talk radio, the number one talk radio platform. In well, that's the just a lie. And across we're the planet, for that matter. Sorry. Yes, we're, we're not the number one station. Well, that's is, just a line they've come well, up with. It, <laughs> okay. I'm, yes, yes. Well, and, and so I had one ear on yourselves, but I had another ear more on them, and, and I had an eye on but you. But why don't you... You didn't, because you said you weren't listening to us. Why don't you phone up no, no, Nick Abbott to complain about a no, caller to Nick Abbott? No, I what I just said. No, no, I, it wasn't... It was just... It, and it's not such a complaint. It's more... It's a response, obviously. But the point is, people are coming up with these responses, whether it's on talk radio, whether it's on the other side, or wherever. TV, radio, people aren't getting it. Well, not on this show. They are. on this show they are getting it, and if anyone calls well, up and talks nonsense as we had yesterday, they get shot down in flames. So, did you call Nick Abbott? Yes. And did they not let you on? Uh, no one's got back to me yet. Correct. Okay. Well, maybe you should wait for them. They won't be able to get I through now because I, you're on the I, phone I to us. I, I didn't. I didn't want to give my time, quite frankly, after after hearing a response that just wasn't appropriate by someone who's supposed to be a professional. Oh. Hmm. What did, well, hang on, what, so what did Nick, this is the weirdest thing, phoning us up to, because they're upset with the well, no, show. I was, I was, what did Nick wanted, do that wasn't well, professional? He was, well, again, no, he was suggesting, he was saying, well, maybe the unsaid hasn't been said yet by government and officials, which is unfortunately, you know, um, perhaps, this is going to have to pan out where a lot of people do, um, unfortunately, uh, suffer, die, lose their lives from this um, pandemic. And yes, a lot of people. And what's wrong with that? Badly. That has been said. But what's wrong with that? No, 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 it has been, no, no, absolutely, it has been. But but he was suggesting that maybe they can't say it outright, you know, in one of their addresses to the nation. But what's wrong? Government. But what's wrong with that statement? I agree with that. I agree. No, so do I. No. The, the, then what are you complaining? Because like, I agree that Boris no, Johnson is not going to come out and say, look. We are going to lose a lot of people. We can't no, save everybody. And also, we've had to do a little bit of that. maths. Hang on, shut up. 
Also, we have to do a little bit of maths and we have to kind of weigh up the economy against lives. We think we've got the best balance, but it does mean people will die. Uh, if, if that's what Nick was suggesting, and boy, oh boy, we, we, we're kind of clutching at straws here. I agree with that. So what's your problem? The problem was that an individual makes a call and says um, that they believe the only way forward is to basically let everyone out and about because we're all going to get this uh, virus. And, uh, and that's the only way to let it play out. But the, the fundamental point is this, this thing about making the peak flatline a bit, delaying the peak, because... People, this, again, this caller and others still don't understand that, for example, if you have a hospital... I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yes. What I want to know is, what is the beef you've got with Nick Abbott, who's one of the greatest broadcasters this country's ever had? I still don't know what your beef is with him. I, well, he's, he's certainly alternative. But the thing is, um, he didn't put the caller correct and right and explain... You know, well, he didn't, he didn't say what you wanted him to say. That doesn't necessarily mean... He's wrong. I get that. The glass could be half full or half empty, absolutely. No, no, that's irrelevant. He didn't say what you wanted him to say, so you're upset with him, so you're phoning us. Do you realise, Martin, although on the screen it says Matt, do you realise how nuts that makes you sound? No. Thank you very much for your call. 03444991000. Guys, everyone, flick over to LBC because I think Matt Stroke Martin is about to call up Nick Abbott and complain about me. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Udiologia. So, Logia. All right, let me work this out. I'm being followed by someone who would appear to be Spanish. I've just clicked on their bio, as I often do if someone new pops up. It's all in Spanish. Catherine claims to speak this mythical language. Yet I'm throwing these words at her. She's like, oh, I don't know what that means. What? Well, maybe it's the way you say it. Museologia. Now, log is to write, to log, to... Uh, so she... Please! Don't! It's literally ology. Ologia is, no, is ology. it's not. It is. It isn't! Logia is to write. Yeah. Yes, to log, to logarithm, logarithms. Museo is museums. She writes about museums. Correct. Or incorrect. Yeah. Thank you. You see, you're not the only one that can do it. Okay. Maybe I'm doing it a little slower than you, but I'm doing it. Well, you're doing it. Thank and you. Whether you're doing it right is another matter. Thank you. Anyway, impressive. You're welcome. Call straight to air. Let us go. Don't make that sound. That what? sound is so rude. What, the breathing sound? That sound is so rude. So rude. Line one, you're on the wireless. So rude. Hello? Hello, how are you doing, Ian? I am. All right. What do you reckon on Facebook they were saying that, that somebody... Been licking toilet seats and got the norovirus. What do you reckon to that? Someone had been licking toilet seats and got the neurovirus? Correct, yes. I don't know how true it is. Right, well, on Facebook. Well, I, I don't know what the neurovirus Facebook. is. What's the neurovirus? Well, I don't know, but uh, that's, that's what they reckon they've got, right? From... Well, if they were licking toilet seats, they're lucky they've not got a brown tongue. They deserve everything they get. Disgusting, isn't it? It's a disgusting it, thing to do. I can't I think of like. anybody who deserves the neurovirus more than toilet seat lickers. Perverts. 
Disgusting, eh? I couldn't believe it when I heard that, right? If no, I gave you £20, if I gave you £20, would you lick a toilet seat? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't for a thousand. Fifty. Oh, not for a thousand. All right, two thousand. No, no I still wouldn't do it. Ten thousand pounds. Come on, ten thousand no, pounds, you'd do it. do it. I would lick a toilet no, seat for ten thousand pounds. I would lick a toilet seat, even at the risk of the neurovirus. Would you do it for five hundred pounds? No. A thousand pounds? We're getting close. Yeah. We're getting close. I would lick a toilet seat definitely for five thousand pounds. I mean, pounds. not now, obviously. But in the past. Oh no. Oh now. I would lick a toilet seat for five thousand pounds. Now? Yes. Bill? Hello? Hello? <laughs> I don't think you would, to be honest, are you? I don't mate. I, 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 I guarantee you. Alright. Sounds like a challenge. No. Alright. Give me five thousand pounds and I'll do it. You Thank you, Bill. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've got the uh, story here. Go on. A man who took part in the coronavirus cha challenge by licking a toilet bowl is now reportedly ill in hospital with coronavirus. The man took part in the bizarre and dangerous challenge, which has gone viral on the video sharing app TikTok, which sees people meet the challenge by licking things like door handles, railings, and other things that are touched by people in public. According to Piers Morgan on ITV's Good Morning Britain, the same man filmed licking a toilet bowl in a public lavatory in the US is now hospitalised with coronavirus. No, no, this is a different story. He was talking about the neurovirus. Ah, oh, sorry. Different story. Different story. Different story. Um, we have been sent something by Krista. I just need to do a little bit of... Um, put that there. And I put this here. We've got a new Keep Your Spirits Up special mm -hmm. jingle how could it beat the last one well i don't know if it can or not but we're going to have a little listen let me just turn this down in case this is a bit loud here we go keep your spirits up special wait i wanna go then so we're all stuck at home someone throw me a bone and we will get the special that the hospital don't work Oh, actually rather better. good yeah there we go the, the heat is on baby the heat is on let's go to line one one you're on the wireless and up, and up. oh sam hit that down button and lose that call thank you very much indeed it was going so well sam please tell me we got that dump yeah we got it <laughs> He's got the fastest fingers in the West, that guy. It was going so well. I was enjoying that. And then it got ruined by foul, coarse, indoor language. 0344-499-1000. Um, Adam says, gosh, I'd put a toilet seat in me for five thousand pounds. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Five thousand pounds not to be sniffed at. Uh, Pete says it depends on whose toilet seat it is. The loo at my mum's. Give me a couple of hundred quid and I'm there. That's a bit weird, mate. What I he means is he knows she keeps it clean. 
keeps what clean? Oh, the toilet Toilets seat. And yeah. a public <laughs> downstairs. A public toilet. We're talking at least five figures, and the first figure would not be a one. <laughs> Again, I'd do it for five grand. I would do it for f- mate. Some of the crap I ate <laughs> in Australia. This is nothing to me. That's this true. is nothing to me. Um, no, I would do it for. Uh, I'd do it for five grand, definitely. Oh three four four four. Nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We're taking calls straight to air. We're coming to the end of the first week of lockdown. My initial fears and panic. The panic has gone. Yeah. The panic has you gone. You found this new normal everyone's talking about. Yeah, and I, I think we mentioned this in the week. How quickly human beings adjust mm-hmm. to the situation. This is now the normal, and the longer it goes on, and it will be longer than three weeks, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the longer it goes on, the more normal it will become. And um, uh, but when I was in the panic, I was thinking, my God, I've got we've got six months of of panic. The knot in my stomach was almost gone. It's still there a little bit. Um, I, I, I've been thinking, if, if the internet goes down, hey, yeah, 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 that's going to be again. We'll get through that. That'll be tough. Uh, t- that will be a different kind of tough, but we'll get through that. But that will make it harder for families that are apart and stuff. And for my mum, actually, for a while. I must call my mum tomorrow. It's tricky at weekends because they've got even less stuff in. But I'll give her a call tomorrow. But um, I'm all right with this. i got the boys coming to stay next week. And then my wife, who is is working, and because a lot of people in our industry are, are, are sick, she's she's working more. So I've got going to have the boys with me quite a bit for the next month and that'll be a challenge you know just because working late and they will uh, you know i'll get to sleep at two and they wake up at about half six seven that's going to be a challenge but they're of an age now where they don't mind if i go and have a doze for an hour in the afternoon and you know this is this is where we are line one you're live on talk radio have a good evening in class good evening to you sir yeah um well, I've, I've looked online earlier, uh, as I've been doing quite a lot of lately, um, and uh, I'm into my TV, my TV trivia. I think you share a similar interest, Ian, of certain genres, maybe? It, possibly, possibly, sir, possibly. Um, and no, it was just something that I uh, I was reading into, and sometimes you, you read something online and you read and you think, oh, that's, that's quite interesting. Um, and I was reading about um, One Foot in the Grave, actually, with... Uh, Richard Wilson, I'm sure you know that, the sitcom. Um, And I was reading that Richard Wilson initially turned it down. um, And it said who they were about to recast as Victor Meldrew. Do you know it? I do know this. And Um, I can't think. Well, no. Let me me think. Let me think. Oh, okay. Let me think. I know this. You really wouldn't expect this person at all. I want to say Crawford, but it wasn't Crawford. No, you're uh, maybe thinking that Michael Crawford was almost going to be Norman Wisdom in some of the Norm, Norman Wisdom was going to be, yeah, that's it. Norman Wisdom was going to be um, Frank. It was Frank written for him, I think, and he, yep. and he declined it. Go on. Go, yeah, go, the, tell. The one, Pray tell. Well, it's, some, it's someone I absolutely love a comedy great but really couldn't see him in the role of victor meldrew um and it was les dawson i don't believe it that's what i should have it, said I don't it would be it. different wouldn't it i don't, I don't think don't it, i don't it. think it would have been quite so middle class 
it wouldn't have had the same appeal. I don't think. I mean, Les Dawson was fantastic and is sorely missed, but I just could not see him in that role at all. It, it wouldn't have been the right program for him. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that trivia. I appreciate that. We're going to move on. We're going to go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Good evening. Oh, good evening to you. Hang on a minute. Bye bye, Alexa. Turn your radio off. Is that Ian? Yes. Is that Ian? Yes. Hi. Well, it's Fred. I just want to confirm if what I heard earlier was right. That you said that we should all get stoned. Sorry? That it wasn't. I'm sure I heard you say that we should all get stoned. Um, And what if I did say I decided I think it would be a good thing if we'd have it on the National Health. I'm with you there, brother. Hang on. Come to think of it, we've got it on the National Health, ain't we? A little bit of a matter of trying to get hold of it, though, that's a bit difficult. You've just, just got to know the magic words to say to the doctor, or the dealer, as I like to call it. Hey, Fred? Yes, man. The dealer. The doctor dealer. <laughs> Isn't it? Dr. Death. You've just got to know the right words to get on those. Tri- My mum's been on a, a weed trial, a marijuana trial, for her MS. Oh. What I, had a, I had a bootload full of medical grade, medical grade marijuana at one point. It was in a spray. I wanted you to go and stock up. Yes, man! And they should give out Jimi Hendrix records, free! Nice. Lovely. Cool. Nice one, man. You smoking a fat one tonight, Fred? Give away everything free. You smoking a big fat one? Give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. I don't think I'd want a big fat one. Yes, I used to grow for ten years, you know, and I never got a cent out of it. And it never did you any harm whatsoever, did it? Well, no, it just sent me out as a kite. Yes, <laughs> yeah, man. Man. A few yes, sections man. in here and there, so I did anything. Good, some good shit, man. Yes, no. man. Ah, so, ah. keep up the doobies. This yes, is what we need. man. Thank you, Fred. 03444. Yes, man. 03444. Four nine nine one thousand. My God, I'm so glad I don't smoke anymore. Wowzers! I could have ended up like Fred. Boring. Let's go to line one. Line one. You're on the wireless. You with the best idea of it, man. The best idea of it, man. No, no, I stand. Go and be nice, stand, stand, and line, no, no, I had it. Go and stand, and then you went, Ben, I stand, stand, and line. Say it, line, say it, line, say it, line, say it. Jace, who I think, I don't know Jace personally, but he's tweeting us, and I've got a feeling Jace is a bit of a geese. Oh, yeah. This man is mad, he says, referring to Pete. His mum's toilet seat, 200 quid. Never. Kate Winslet's toilet seat, I'll actually pay you. Giza! This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Some sad news for country music fans. Dolly Parton's got the coronavirus. She hasn't. He just wanted to say Dolly Parton. Got some sad news now for country music fans. Dolly Parton's got the coronavirus. Can't say corona. How would he say coronavirus? Corona. Coronavirus. And it looks 
fabulous on it. Some sad news now for country music fans. Dolly Parton's got the coronavirus and it looks fabulous on her. Say, Corona, I can't quite get that. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. And it looks fabulous on her. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Coronavirus. <laughs> oh, oh God! Dear. Please, oh. I'm so glad we. I'm so glad we're not locked in together. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it would just be Dolly Pass. We've had 15 hours <laughs> spread over a week, and already I'm feeling stir crazy in your presence. <laughs> Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Did I hear you say that Dolly Parton has got the coronavirus? And it looks fabulous on her. Oh, she's so spunky. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Apparently Dan says Corona. Coronavirus. <laughs> Some sad news for country music fans. Dolly Parton's got the coronavirus and it looks fabulous on her. <laughs> she hasn't, by the way. Oh. As far as we know. Line two. I've got, I'm hyperventilating doing uh, Dan Wooten. And that, I've been doing it for like 20 seconds. He does it 24 hours a day. And it looks fabulous. <laughs> Good evening, line two. You're live on talk radio. Is that me? Unfortunately, yes. Hello? Yes. <laughs> hi, hi, it's Emma again. Um, I'm just saying thank you very much for all the radio for the last week or two. It's been great. And obviously, I've been listening for a long time, but it really brings like community spirit, you know what I mean? Like someone to, you know, relate to kind of, even though you're on a different level. <laughs> Are you, um, yeah. and you, you were tweeting us earlier on, weren't you, Emery? Yeah, I was tweeting. I thought maybe we could I saw your tweets, I saw your tweets. Can I ask, uh, are you whispering so that you don't wake mum up? Yeah, because you'll shout. You don't want to hear that. No, <laughs> It's like, I know it's like, I'm a grown, I'm a grown man, right? But I still, at this time of night, if I were, if I had to make a phone call, I'd be whispering because I'd be scared. My mum doesn't live anywhere near me that she would wake up and she would bang the floor and you'd be like, oh no, I've welcome mum up. Oh no. Yeah, I can, I, I can never judge when to call because I've call when she's downstairs and risk her shouting up like, oh, she's asleep almost waking her up, you know? Well, listen, here's, 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 my, here's my suggestion, Emre. You sound like a great person, and your mum sounds brilliant. But if she shouts up while you're phoning us, just tell her to F off. We'll dump it. <laughs> you won't get in trouble, I promise. Not with us. We'll dump it. We'll Put her in a place. <laughs> Emre, nice to talk well, to you, my friend. And thank you for your lovely tweets. I really appreciate it. 0344 499 Line three, three, you're on the wireless. Ahoy there. Ahoy. Ahoy. Welcome aboard, Captain. Thank you very much. We're speaking from the south Drunk coast side of, of the Cornwall. world. Congratulations. Could you turn your radio off? Yeah. I don't think it'll make much difference. How's that? Is a delay to Cornwall? Much, much better. Yes, thank you. What can we do for you? Uh, we're just ringing in just to say um, we called a piece, I think it was midweek, about CB radio. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, about, this is good. I mean, um, yeah. Do you remember that? I do, and I, I keep going back 
to the CB on Amazon and I keep going, oh, well, now I'm not driving into work. I'm saving about £100 a week on petrol. Well, that's a CB radio. So I might as well get one because I'm actually making profit out of the coronavirus. Corona. Well, I, I, I've seen a massive um, increase on the radio waves. Um, I work the uh, uh, the frequencies, and with the propagation that's coming up at the moment, which has been very, very high today, contact through to um, many parts of the globe. Uh, oh, a short opening serious. on the this frequency. This guy's serious. You're, you're like a proper ham radio kind of dude. I'm looking at a small little handheld 40 channel CB, Citizens Band Radio. You, but you're the, the proper sit there with the rig and you can monitor everything. Um, to a certain degree. I'm in a very uh, excellent situation where oh, where we nice. live there, Ian, we're on a... Um, it's an XRF radar site. Oh, I know. Yes, I like it. What does that mean? That means that um, we live in what used to be a 40-acre site, uh, radar, control room, uh, bunker, and all to deal with the old, the old Cold War in its day. So can you plug into the old radar and like use their bounce off their their sats their satellites and uh bum their signals no 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 that's uh, what they found with this situation was that um as they developed radar in the late 50s yeah it was getting faster and faster in technology a lot of these sites became redundant hardly used sorry that was catherine opening her drawers sorry stop <laughs> it's just been stop a while being, stop being, please stop being churlish i'm not this is interesting stuff i want to buy a cb radio and this guy's helping me realize maybe i don't um do you still get people meeting up for a 69 no uh no, 49 uh, 49 no, 49's now you they, they, they come around every now and again, but um, it's mainly... No one does um, them anymore. Uh, as I say, I've noticed, um, I've been on the CB for many a year. You must be tired. And um, What's your I've handle? Been, my handle Big is Dom. Dark Star. Dark Star. I'm also a member of the um, Oscar Papa... Oriental pirates, which have been founded oh, oh, from uh, Opap. Op. Yeah. Opap. Okay. Hey, listen, man. Nice one. Thank you, Dark Star. I, I, I really appreciate um, that. And um, yeah, like, funny for someone who works in ham radio, didn't know how to turn the radio off and <laughs> start the conversation. But I appreciate that. I'm buying a CB. We've spoken to two people. In this week, yeah, who are on those things? Yeah, you really want to do that? Yeah, all I do. the time. I'm buying. I'm buying a handheld CB radio. Jeez. I'm saving a hundred pounds. I'm profiteering from the coronavirus. Corona. I'm a, corona. I'm a. Um, I'm a hundred pounds a week better off. Spend it on something not boring. 
Let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Hello. That's you. If your number ends nine one eight, you're live on Talk Radio. Too slow. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Bar old boys, bar old boys, up with the line. Bit faster, come on. Don't who care if it's early. If it's who cares? Yes, if it's dark. There's an old line, bar old boys, taking a line on the ball, on the ball, on the Thank you. What this, the hell was that? That was the theme tune to Bottle Boys, Robin what? Asquith's sitcom. Oh. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I feel we've done enough this week. Okay. I feel we've done enough. I've been giving all week, yeah. Just, I just, it's 18 minutes to go. Martin's on it. I just feel, you know, very emotional, stressful time for us. I don't really feel, line one, I don't feel that me and Kath should do any more. Oh, boy then. <laughs> well, would you like, would you like to host the rest of the show? Um, no, I'd like to offer you all my CB equipment. Hello? Yes, ma. I'm in. What have we got? Where are you going, Cam? Um, it's about to get really interesting. Idiot. What What have you got? Um, well, I've got about three actual CBs, and yes. I think a little radio, and the actual box that you plug into the mains to um, power it. So... I'm in. Yeah, definitely. Whereabouts are you? I mean, uh, well, I've um, emailed you before. I'm the lady that done you the T-shirt. So if I email you... Oh, it's Donna! Yes, yes, yes. I had a girl. Donna was her name. Um, Donna, listen, it's very... Because I I feel like I know you. I I cannot yank your chain. So uh, very, very kind of you. Uh, we haven't yes. spoken. We haven't spoken before, have we, Donna? No, this is my ter- first time phoning up. Oh. I have to sort of be quiet because I'm in the nursing home today. Yes, yes. how lovely! But you, you email and you tweet and you write and you do wonderful graphics and you made some cool T-shirts for my kids and um, yes, I feel like yes. I feel like I know you. How funny! How funny! How funny! This is what you sound like. My God! Yes. You've got a voice. Um, I have, listen, yes. You've got a voice. Uh, listen, I'm going to pass on the CB. That's very, very kind of you because I think I might buy. I Are think you I might. Sure? No, because I'm honestly, I'm, as you know, my situation. So I yeah. won't be like leaving where I am. So yeah. honestly, it's either going to be thrown away or given to charity. Uh, so you're too kind. You're too you kind. Know. Listen, I, but also I can't come and collect it from you because. I might infect you. You might infect me. We, we, we yeah, might I mean, infect no, it's, each it's other. Not like, yeah, it's not with me, but I can, you know, I can have nah, it emailed listen. to the um, uh, talk radio. So. Don't worry. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to talk radio. No, for, okay, for, okay. For, for, yeah. Probably never again. I would have thought. You're no, very kind. Yeah. Hey, listen, how are you, are you? Is your place in lockdown then? 
We are, yes. We've been in lockdown for uh, about two weeks, sort of before everyone else was. Good. Sort of the way it should be. How, how are you finding it? Um, lonely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you yeah. know, I've got my computer, so. Yeah. Because no, so, sort of they only come in if they sort of really have to. They, you know, they're sort of keeping sort of contact down to a minimum, but. Yeah, it's a funny old world, isn't it? It's a funny old world. Yeah. You're, you're probably in one of the safest places. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. It's not We have our blood pressure and everything checked every day, so. Yeah, good. Hey, listen, you're very kind, yeah. Don. I'm going to pass, but it's really nice to finally put no, a voice you're to, uh, to the emails and the tweets and things. Thank you so yeah. much. See you Bye, later take on. Care. Take care. Bye-bye, Donna. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Thank Donna. You. Donna. Uh, very talented, Donna. Makes lots of bits and pieces. Uh, we're taking calls straight to air for a little bit before um, Martin Kellner comes on at one. Good evening, line two. You're on the wireless. Good evening to you. Just remembering Ian Dury. He left us 20 years ago yesterday. And it was nice, nice to hear references on your programme earlier. I'm sure he's risen spirit is in a rainbow land you, you know he recorded a poem for me called yes, rainbow land right. that was my vision of a world to to come and someone put it up on youtube but they left the last line out <laughs> and it was my best line whatsoever our fate our destiny is great Good line, well, isn't you, it? You want to create a zombie hotel for old people to die in, so... <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> no, I, I just... The more I think about it, the, the, the hotel's idea is a lovely idea. And, and no, and it the more should... I think about it, it's a terrible, terrible idea, and I think I was far too gentle on you. The gentle... It's interesting, the gentle questioning got got you so angry that makes it makes me think you must know that it's flawed i was talking to my sister about it today and she's a very very intelligent woman she was listening to the show today when i phoned her up um and she was listening to your bit and she said my god that's one of the worst ideas i've ever heard in my life she's one of the brightest people i know really? and um yeah yeah it's a terrible idea and, and it's, you, it's a lovely it's a lovely so, idea it's a lovely way to it's kill interesting people. that you don't want to go in it though george sorry all I said to you no, is that I'm, where you prefer to be, and you said, I'm, I don't I'm want to so, go there. I don't want I'm to die. Pe- I'm saying people would be in, in, invited to be to be to looked after chamber. and cared for in comfort. I, I, don't, I don't see how you can see anything negative about well, that. I don't yet. know if you read any of the stories about the um, cruise ships. We did mention it. This... There's, I, I saw in, 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 in our prisons that there are 27 cases in, in, in 14 prisons. So put that on the same sort of level that you're thinking but, about. But you're talking about the elderly. You're talking about the, the most vulnerable group. Yes, being in a safe environment and being looked after. Using the same facilities. I, 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 someone's died so? in prison because of it. Someone's died in prison because of it. Yes, what I'm saying is it, it, it doesn't speak.
spread. It hasn't spread through the prisons. It, it, it's, it, it's 27 cases in 14 prisons. When did you get those stats? I heard it on the radio earlier. Okay. Uh, eight hours ago. So 27... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. 27 prisoners test positive. That's different from 27 cases. Right. Because you're, you're implying that they've tested everybody when they probably haven't. I would imagine they've only tested people who are showing symptoms. I don't know. It, no, it, no, trust me, that's how it works. They've, they will only have tested the people. They haven't tested everybody in the prison. There aren't enough tests. So they've tested the people that have shown symptoms. So, so far, 27 inmates have been tested and have tested, oh, sorry, 27 inmates have tested positive across 14 prisons but they will not have tested everybody. So you wait, in a week, that will have risen significantly. I doubt it. No, it's really? not that, that's, that, but here's the thing, that's how the virus works, George. That's how the virus works. It's a fact, it's, it's, and that, it's, that's, it's not up for debate, that's a fact. It's contact, it's people touching each other. It's, it's, no, it's not, no, it's not, it's surfaces. not. Why, why do you think we have to be two meters apart? Why can't it be a metre apart? Um, and, it's, and as Catherine says, it surfaces. So you're in an enclosed building, all very cramped up. It's going to spread, man. Do you not, did you not read any of the stories of the cruise ships? I did, yes. Right. Yes, but, but, but uh, I... I still think the, the Hospitality Hotels initiative okay. is, is a lovely initiative. I think it's a lovely way to, would, to get rid of the, old, the older population. You're absolutely right. Anyway, Why is it getting rid of the older hotels, population? It's looking after people for the duration it, it, of the it, virus. It really isn't, George. It really, really isn't. Your ignorance is, is, um, is not surprising, actually. Your ability to listen is not surprising, actually. I'm listening. Um, it's... Well, you're not, though. You're not. You're, you're a stubborn old goat. And, and thank God you're not in charge of making any decisions. What have you called in for tonight? Me? What have I called no, in my arse. Yes, what have you called in for tonight? I wanted to remember Ian Dury, and, and, uh, and I, yeah. I, I wanted to pursue the... Hospitality Hotels Initiative. I, I will not let you pursue it because it's, it's, it's not. It's a terribly dangerous thing that would it's kill It's not people. at all dangerous. George, you don't. You, you literally have no idea what you're talking about. No, you. You think you you think that the, the virus is only no communicated by. Well, okay. My, I, I know. I know you don't. But what am I? You don't think. You think the only way the, the virus can be transmitted is by touching somebody else. Well, that's that's simply not true. Yes, but if people are in an environment where nobody has the virus, they can, they can you don't mix together and in, 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 okay. in comfort, Ian. Okay, listen, we're going around in circles. I get better arguments out of my eight-year-old, George. I'm not looking for an argument. No, I know, because you're no, you were so, looking for us to agree. I'm just, you're, you're I'm so just trying to share. I'm just trying facts. to share a nice vision. No, but it's a horrible vision where loads of people would die. Why would loads of people die? Why oh, would Jesus. anybody uh, die? Okay. okay, all right, George. You're right. It's a brilliant idea. It's a great idea. Yeah, we're behind it totally. Good luck. Thank you. You're welcome. When's the first one opening? Sorry? 
is what you'll be saying to all of the families of the people that die. But when will the first one be opening? As soon as possible, hopefully. Will you be moving in? I won't be moving in. I, I'm saying. Why not? I, it sounds so lovely. Yes, but, uh, but why you. should I take up a space that somebody else might might need? Well, you're in a vulnerable. You're in the vulnerable category, George. That you're trying to save. Uh, I feel, I feel safe, and and I I don't have any fears at all about the virus it, it, it will pass away and and so, so the people the, 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 thank you so much for your call oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand have a lovely weekend have a great weekend guys it's just so infuriating so infuriating this is what i find with him though he has all these wonderful ideas but he doesn't want to be involved <laughs> in any of them yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Dear me. Ah, <sighs> oh, God. All right, let's carry on. Oh, I just had to recalibrate for a bit. We got three minutes. We got three minutes exactly. If you want to call in, now is the time. And if you don't, we'll put you in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> three four 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 nine nine one thousand i know what he means it's interesting isn't it um the robin was saying on gozo i don't know how many people are on the island of gozo it can't be that many but i don't know what that many means is that 500 is that a thousand is that five thousand i don't know that there are no cases of it as far as they know mm -hmm. as far as they know and if they don't let anybody if there are no cases and they don't let anybody on well then it will be free. It would be a, a corona, 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 free zone. Uh, by the way, Dave's asked, um, what's the latest on Dolly Parton? Well, got some sad news for country music fans. Dolly Parton has got the coronavirus and it, it looks, looks fabulous, fabulous on her. By the way, that's fake news. She's not got it as far as we know. Well, I, I, I nearly made a joke there that could have got me sacked. Let's go to... About fake news. Let's go to line one. Hiya, Ian and Kath. Hello, we've only got about a minute left. I know. I've, I, I just came across you tonight again. I've been away for a while. Oh, what were you doing away? Everybody's welcome back. Everybody's allowed to go and see if there's anything better. There isn't. I know, so I wasn't. I've just, I've just been working and then binge watching on Netflix for the last couple of months. What have you been months. watching? Oh, just a mixture of everything, eh? Peaky Blinders, eh? Oh. Or The Witcher recently. Oh, okay, oh. you like, you like your, your, your long running drama serials. Have you, look, have you seen Russian Doll? I can get. Aye, well, I live on my own, eh? So that's a bit boring at night. Yeah. And plus, I'm a bit of a. Uh, what would you call it? A night, is it a night owl? Um, okay. All right. Well, listen. We're about to come to an end. So give us a call earlier on next time, Ian. I'm not sure well, what makes what you expert. Ask. Is this, are you going oh. to be doing this? Like, are you still going to be on the air continuous? We're on the air. Monday. We, we, we've got two nights off next week, but we're on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Um, George's idea is a good one. Virus only kills when immune system is too weak or already overwork. That's not true. That's not true. It, it makes you more likely to die, but unfortunately, that's not true. Can't. Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry, I should have read the sentence before. 
Can't believe you are so easily led by mass media coverage. Ah. You know you're listening to the mass media. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, of course. You live in a fantasy world. Okay. Line two, last call of the week for us. What have you got for us? Hi, Ian. Um, just wondering if you wanted a line, mate. <coughs> sorry? If you wanted a line. You want a line? Okay. No, thank you. I'm in recovery and I'm clean and sober for over two years. I suggest you put, get rid of that stuff. It's very, very naughty. Thank you so much for the offer, though, but that shows how good I am that I can walk away from it. And we've got your phone number, and we'll pass that on to the police. Thank you, Catherine. Hey. Thank you so much, Sam. I think we've got Amy next week, so bless you for your help this week. Martin's up next. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio.